Welcome adventurers. You are listening to the Quest and Chaos Podcast Network. If you enjoyed this podcast, please consider joining our Patreon at patreon.com slash questsandchaos. Your support allows us to continue making this content. We're also trying to reach 10,000 subscribers over on our YouTube channel, where you can actually see us play all of these RPG shows. Plus, you get some great board game content that isn't available on podcast. Now, on with the show. Thank you for listening to the Chaos Agents podcast on Quests and Chaos. We stream live every Tuesday night at 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time at twitch.tv slash questsandchaos. All of our past episodes are available at youtube.com slash questchaos. Our friends at librasarcana.com offer a monthly or quarterly dice subscription, and you can get 20% off your order by using the code CHAOS at checkout. To stay up to date with all of the content going on, give us a like, follow, and subscribe at Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Twitch. We are even on Instagram, for those of you who gram. Without further ado, let us play some Dungeons & Dragons. Hello, everyone! <laughs> I'm sorry, I had to do tosses. Yay! <laughs> I love when he does that. Yeah. And yeah. we are here to not play D&D. &D. Uh, yeah, yeah. We, we are Chaos Agents Plus, is what we're going to call it. Chaos Agents Plus. I like it. <laughs> cool. Premium. Yeah, premium, yes. Ooh. Um, yeah, so uh, we, we, unfortunately, Thomas could not be here tonight, so we are doing this lovely uh, Q&A session with these amazing people right here. And I have the extreme honor to be the one asking the questions. Yes. We both have the same thing. Hey, but before we do that, we want to get uh, into some of the announcements, get through that as fast as we can so we can answer questions about y'all. Yes. So, uh, first and foremost, guys, it's um, Gordon Biersch. That's a big one. Yeah. yeah. It's a really big one. Cheers. Beautiful one. That's right. Yeah, cheers, guys. They Salute. sponsored us. Cheers. Salute. I'm, I'm drinking the, the cliffhanger Marzen tonight. Mm. Mm. Marzen is mm. so good. Mm. Oh, you're not kidding. Send us more free stuff. It's awesome. Uh, like them very much. Very happy to be sponsored by them. Yeah. Helping offset Seriously. that that cost of the beers. Don't <laughs> uh, <laughs> Dude, that was like half of our burn rate. It was, yeah. <laughs> half of all bits is just going right to beer. <laughs> no, no. We are not alcoholics, we swear. Yes. Uh, no, no. We had a rotation of who was buying. Yes, indeed. Um, hey, so. Not just them, though. We are sponsored by Game, sponsored by Game Castle as nice. well, which is, which is yeah. great. Yeah, um, everybody needs it. Exclamation okay. point! Game Castle, a wonderful local um, gaming uh, store that has everything D and D related, uh, Magic the Gathering. Uh, here in the Bay Area, they got several locations. Uh, I, I heard they're out in Texas now, which is oh, here. really yeah franchise. So yeah, you can franchise. Uh, they're, they're really cool. Check them out. If you pre-order with them, 20% off. So nice. that's awesome. Yeah. That's also really cool. That's yeah. amazing. Very cool. So thank you, Game Castle, yeah. for, for uh, the sponsor there. Um, okay, so uh, as I said, Chaos Agents is is not happening tonight. Instead, we're doing this. Uh, again, just want to reiterate about tomorrow, though, Call of Cthulhu, which is currently on hiatus until July, yes. uh, pending some scheduling issues. Uh, so it's going to come back. And like we said last night, we got a lot of content uh, still up on YouTube and more new content coming. 
which leads me into my next announcement, hmm? that more content equals a one-shot. That's right. A one-shot for natural ones. So a natural one-shot, if you will. <laughs> 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 How long have you been Literally, that came from the, the chat last night really? on, on the show when I uh, first announced it. They said somebody said natural one-shot. If, if you know, and I liked it very much, and I stand behind it. It plays better. <laughs> Tied a little text. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. No, tone to a natural one-shot. No? No? Is it a one-shot or natural? <laughs> it's all natural, guys. <laughs> but we are doing that uh, with Seth. Who is going to be uh, NGC four five seven? Yes. Um, who who joined us on the Kickstarter to play a game with us, yeah. and we will be doing that. Um, we are getting our, our cast set right now for for it with all the characters. You will see Warren there on Sunday. Mm -hmm. uh, you will see our very own Vanna Laswin, Tiana, <laughs> on Sunday as well. Wherever she um, may, I don't know. <laughs> right here, right, right here on I finally get to say it, and you're right there. Yay! Very nice. Uh, Tiana, who joined us for our first natural one-shot, uh, which was very good. Which I actually need to rewatch. It's been uh, several months since we last did it, since we did that one, and it was it was fun. It was also important. So, just like this one will also be important. So, yes, yes. Please tune in Saturday, Sunday, even the twelfth, Mother's Day. Yep. Bring your mother. <laughs> Bring watch, evening. Watch, watch <laughs> us. Yep. Okay. Happy Mother's Day. Yep. Here's some great people. Oh Watch the thing. <laughs> I didn't even, like, I can get my mom to tune in. There you that go. Didn't even really, yeah. There it is. That would be Happy cool. Mother's Day. Watch like the thing. You just bring her. I feel like a bad so son. Yeah. No, no, no. no. <laughs> the text should just be Happy Mother's Day. Watch my show. Click don't this forget, link. Don't forget, then don't <laughs> reply. <laughs> Remember when I said no mother mothers? We actually love you. We love our mothers. This is a mother sponsored channel. I'm just kidding. Remember when I told you not to click any links, but click this one. Did my son steal my credit card? I love this. I miss being on stream. Oh, that's amazing. Oh my goodness. Sunday, May 12th, 1 p.m. to 6. Or, you know, whenever. Whenever we finish. That's right. Could be five hours, could be longer. Because the last one was five hours. The last one was, so was. almost exactly five hours, too. Yep. Yeah. And this <laughs> one would be the same. Uh, but I, I think any good one shot should be uh, the length of a proper session. Yeah. 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 At least. Yeah, yeah. So tune in. It's going to be fun. All right. And Seth is awesome, so. I'm Seth's great. Seth is great. I'm, I'm looking forward to playing with him. I'm very excited to, to DM. Yeah. For, for him for everyone challenge accepted. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Hey, we went through your character tonight. It's gonna be fun. It's gonna be fun. Super excited. All right. Um, there, I think we're we're good there. Um, we can we can get in, except that we have some bits. So let's really? Get inspiration. <laughs> I was gonna uh, jokingly say that. How are we doing inspiration no. tonight? Oh, well, I mean, yeah. thank you. No. All right. So concerning bits, before we get into that. Yes. We did trigger the boy last night. That's right. Awesome. That's right. So the boy is now back down to zero, and at some point tonight, we will be doing a 5e book giveaway, including Nord Games books. Yes. A deck if you want, but you can get awesome. their, their. Yes, it is. Mm -hmm. You can get their Skullduggery mm -hmm. one. You could get uh, yeah, all of them. The, the because Skullduggery is such a fun word to say. <laughs> Do the bits get them a question? 
Uh, no. Okay. No, but we yeah, will be answering be questions from from the chat. From the, from the chat. chat. Okay. Yes. yes. Oh, so yeah, we don't want to incentivize that, but I <laughs> <laughs> so we that would make sense. That's what I thought too. So what we have here is uh, we have some questions that were uh, sent out to everyone to prepare for. So we have a couple of questions that we're going to go ahead and ask, uh, and then we're going to have some some new ones from the chat. Hmm. Yes. Which and is that, dangerous. Oh, <laughs> it is. And at some point, I may decide just to ask any question I want of anyone. Oh dear. It's oh oh dear. Cheers. Right. Is, I it like it. is it too late to opt out of this? <laughs> no. <laughs> you can leave. You I don't get no say so. Uh, what's your social security? We're chained to the tables. We can't leave. Do you have to answer? I mean, it depends on the question. <laughs> that face looks like a face. That looks I write like recognize. a face. I just seen something on the prompter. Don't look. Uh, At what? Don't look. Okay. <laughs> it's so much more tempting. Yeah. <laughs> we have bits. Uh, we do have bits. I usually grab that. Okay. Don't know why I'm doing it now. All right. I mean, you might as well. The Baroness has gifted us 1,000 bits. Our very Aww, own patroness. Thank Baroness. you. Our lovely patroness. Our lovely patroness. Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, and the one, the only, the incomparable, the Hefner. Oh, yeah. Who is freaking insane. <laughs> has gifted 500 bits for the players. Oh. Uh-huh. Plus 1,000 bits for Warren. Oh. Okay. Plus 1,000 bits for Aubrey. Plus 1,000 bits <laughs> for Tiana. What? Plus 1,000 bits for Lauren. Plus 1,000 bits for Erin. Holy cow. So 5,500 bits? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Six. Yeah. Six. 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 There's just another thousand. For whatever, I'm assuming it's gonna go to me. Yeah, clearly, because, clearly. Because you're loved too. But clarifying the chat. Thanks. It is. It is for you. It, it, is, it, is, for it is for me. Of course, you it's for you. Right. Yeah, I'm just from now on. Uh, this was suggested in the chat. I'm always going to accept bits as Ted. Do it. Always. I love it. From now on. Well, I mean, you he's the on? right guy to get them. Do you can account them money. all. <laughs> <laughs> I don't what do you plan on doing with your your money that you that you have gathered here? With all that money. Yes. Hookers and booze. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Just what an accountant points. would say. <laughs> in the Trump administration. I, actually, I'm going to I'm I'm going to invest some of it. I got to diversify my stock profile a bit. Uh, also, I want to um, make sure that I get into the mutual funds. Yeah, that's important. So what I'm hearing is that you are only using that wealth to to increase your own benefits. Yeah, I mean for now. That's a, that is very selfish, Ted, and uh, I hopefully you do not err on the wrong side of uh, judgment. This is, this is why Uzo will never be in my... <laughs> this is the showdown that I've been waiting for, man. <laughs> oh, God, you're right. You're, I have too much. I have to give it to people. Like, um... Hookers are people. <laughs> Classic reference. Fair, though. Time to fund a college education. But a knife drop. <laughs> I'm done. Oh, I'm so upset that Ted is not in chaos. <laughs> they would be so good. Oh, I honestly oh thought about that. I could fit Ted in Ruckus's background. Ruckus would not know he was Let's in his back. Sure. <laughs> oh my god, okay. Uh, 500 bits. For Ted from the Baroness. <laughs> <laughs> you need more money for me to give to hookers. <laughs> diversify your portfolio. Yes. And another 500 from the Hefner to diversify your hookers. <laughs> <laughs> and equality. Uh, so much coming on your <laughs> Right? Yes. 
Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh, I certainly wish I was part of Chaos Airplane. Ages. Quite <laughs> <laughs> right in. We're, we're, we're very chaotic, that's for certain. Mm-hmm. So, uh, got a good portfolio. <laughs> so I think we have all the lower thirds, so everyone has their names. Ow. Yeah? Yeah? Uh, why'd you, oh! say, why'd you say Lauren? Shit! What? What? Good shit. It would have been worth us losing our monetization. <laughs> okay. Nah, we wouldn't for that. You would have to say. No. <laughs> okay, let's um, well, what about this? Well, let's hear it. Who did what? What? No vocals. As it turned. Kind of vocals. To take what may be the top spot. That's right. That's right. Ten. Thousand bit. Dude, are no you vocals. freaking kidding me? Oh shit, it's right. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> God damn. Yes. We can't I even am. use it. We can't even use the inspiration. I know, right? Like, you have to use it on yes. Thomas, you've got to let us use some of this. Please. Like, oh my God, no vocals. Thank Series. you so yeah. much. Thank That's you. amazing, dude. I don't, wow. The Baroness, thank you. The I, thank you, guys. Thank you. Oh my. The entire thank community. You, you guys just, are amazing. This community is freaking yeah. brilliant. You guys are awesome. So much. Oh, I guess they're awesome. Cool. <clears throat> oh my goodness. Cheers. Cheers to you guys. Cheers. To the lovely. To the chaotics. Mm-hmm. To the chaotics. To the chaotics. Mm. The chaotics. Still a work in progress, but I like it. It's better I mean, than Natters. <laughs> it is better than Natters. <laughs> no. That's what I call you guys until you come up with a group name. I'm calling We're you the guys Angels the Natters. With a Natists. I was going to be like Ted's Angels, but. Oh, <laughs> well, Hefner would support oh, you on that. It's so good. Really I've been fun. thinking of that one for a while, actually. Almost as good as Fox. Uh, nope, 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 nope. Nope. Ted and Friends. Ted and Friends. Oh, but not Fox and Friends? Yes. Ted and Friends works. Uh, oh, <laughs> Fox and Friends will tell on the nose. Uh, <laughs> That's a move, though. Let's not actually go too far and say we're actually friends. Oh. Oh. Ted and acquaintances. Ooh. Ooh. Ted and co- All right, all right. I see how we so, are. Ted and associates. As we saw on Natural <laughs> One last night, there was a wee bit of a pirate war. Hmm. There was. And oh, just yeah. uh, like that, you know, pirates uh, like their doubloons, there's a bit of a doubloon war. In chat right now. <laughs> Guys, what are you doing? That's right. <clears throat> Another 5,000 bits. Come on. From the Hefner. To reclaim that spot? To reclaim that spot. <laughs> you guys are so lucky I'm not in chat right now. Oh, no. no. Crazy. Just blow the money has me. been thrown and it has been answered. Let's see how it goes. <laughs> oh, my God. That's amazing. Oh, my gosh. That's I like just wanna, I just 21,000. I know. I'm not going to do the math. I'm trying to math, and my brain is not comprehending. Wow. I, yeah, I can't. That's amazing. That's like 22,000 bits. I really, really appreciate all of you guys. You guys are amazing. I'm going to have to look at the Discord question that the half Discord. YouTube, Something about cult Twitch leader? Like, oh my. Are, <laughs> are you all cultists? No, no. Um, <laughs> do you worship Ralph? No, no. The Hefner is, is, is apparently the cult leader of the cult of Ted. I love it. I love it. I don't mind. Is like that, that within you know, the accounting firm? Because they could probably write. They could probably write that off. They could. You are That's, so supportive of Ted. It's really amazing. Ted's, I mean, Ted's such a fun character. He's though. So much He's fun. a good character. He it's is. A scam. And, and, and I, I took off the training wheels last night with Ted. I, I let Boy, him did you ever? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, I did. It was fun. 
I think it was like 52 damage in one turn. Yeah. <laughs> finally, <laughs> finally coming level with Andraste. <laughs> Ooh, oh. He didn't even crit to do it. I know. He didn't even crit to do it. I know. Oh Andraste, yeah. ha- Andraste had to crit in order to get that. Yes. And for That's the record, he crits on 19, so he's a 10% crit chance. So, yeah. That's a beast. That's yeah. a beast. That's a good beast. Uh, yes. Yeah. I guess I'm very gently <laughs> I'm poking at you. Uh, he's on our side. Ted needs to lead an adventure. Yes. What for how long, though? Um, oh. Oh. oh, I hate when you do that. Okay. All right. <laughs> oh. we, 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 yeah, there's we should our, get to some questions. Let's get to some, <laughs> some questions. Yeah, we could sit here and bullshit <clears throat> all night, and I'm sure we will. Easily. Let's do it with this. So we're going to start, we're going to kind of go around the table, and at times I may ask questions to the entire table um, throughout. So we're going to start, start there. with, uh, no, it's, it's on you, buddy. We're, uh-huh. we're starting to the left here. To the uh, left, to the left. And, and this is one that we're going to open up to the table as, as well. Um, non-spoilers, guys. No spoils. All right? So if it's very important to the character, um, you know, just say, uh, well, can't do that one. Maybe choose something else. Here's the question. Warren, what is Uzo's earliest memory? Oh, that... The earliest memories I have get extremely difficult to remember because, as you can recall, I was without sight for a very, all of my life. So, my earliest memories are mixed with images, shapes, sounds, scents, textures, and I, I have a very hard time discerning reality from dream, but what I can tangibly remember is digging around the sewage for means of sustenance for survival and hanging around with the other children throughout Waterdeep, um, finding out that I could make money using my affirmity to my benefit to instill guilt in the travelers of Waterdeep, but I could make more money when I used my sightlessness for advantage. Because when the city went to sleep and things got dark, it did not change for me. So I learned how to pickpocket, unfortunately how to steal, um, and how to recompensate the people around me who were not as able-bodied as I was. So those are some of my first memories, but if you're looking for a temple, I don't have one. And Waterdeep has been very cruel, especially to children. So I'd, I'd rather not revisit those times. I look forward to the times I have with the friends I've made. Wow, I like that. I like that very much. Oh, that's good. Scene. Honda forever. That was really good. <laughs> Great question. And now all the rest of us have Great to. Question. And now all the rest of us have to follow that. Uh, right. You do not have to do it in character if you don't want to. Uh, I thought that was the stipulation. <laughs> Okay. It was never written anyway. <laughs> okay, all right. Uh, you you can, but that was amazing. That was great. I'm very glad oh, this happened. I'm yes. glad now, now I have to follow that. Yes. Uh, yeah, so what, what? In French. Which character would you like to talk about? Doesn't matter. That's fine with either. D- with which? Or, yeah. Or, just just uh, be Maya. careful about Maya. Yeah, Maya, there's a lot that I really can't explain with her because there's just, in the questions, especially like certain things. There's just a lot, because there's things that I really can't tell you, because they really pertain, pertain to the story. It's, it's right. It does so. spoil it quite a bit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. so unfortunately, we're going to have to leave a lot of Maya's questions in the shadow. 
Yeah, yeah. At least as, as far as their, their earliest memory. Right. For sure. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. For sure. But, um, um, God, yeah, there's just so much for, for, for Maya that is just waiting. So, we're going to leave it there. <laughs> How about Eo? Oh, well. Which, uh, for those of you who haven't seen it, Legends of Solari, which is also on Quest and Chaos. You can check it out on YouTube. Um, exclamation point YouTube for that mm-hmm. link in the chat. Um, but Super fun. Aubrey played Eo, the bard. Yes, I did, indeed. My earliest memory, let me think here. Hmm. What is there to tell? I remember my father going through and drills with his with a sword in hand, sometimes wooden, sometimes his sword used in battle. My mother singing by the fires. Hmm. That's pretty much it. I had a very happy childhood. So those were my first memories. My father bouncing me on my knee. Mm. My mother singing. It was a very happy childhood, very happy home. Very lucky. I am very lucky. I am not disregarding that. I mean, our little village, everyone knew each other. It was an elf village. My father, you know, being human, he wasn't completely well-liked. Some people weren't so sure of him until they got to know him for years, which, you know, that could mean anything. It Um, it sounds like it was, it was... Much better than Uzo's, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Very envious, at least. But, uh, my friend, I, um, I understand your plight, and I would do anything to help you. Thank oh, you. There it is. I, I appreciate your concern. How about over here for Andraste? So I would say that, um, I mean, of course, my earliest memories were all in the forest, where I was born and where I was raised as a, a wood elf. <clears throat> Pardon me, I seem to have picked up Eo's uh, raspiness. <laughs> well, I am quite infectious. Infectious? I'm just going to leave that one right there. <laughs> but I think my one of my earliest memories, uh, one of my one of my fondest memories, is uh, stargazing with my uncle Zavrar. We would we would go out to one of the clearings, and he would show me the constellations, and he would tell me the stories of. The, the, the brave adventurers and the heroes that were immortalized in the stars. And sometimes we would make up our own. <laughs> there's, there's one up there called Andraste, because mm. why not? I was a child. There you go. <laughs> in, in much like EO, I had, a, I, had, I had a happy childhood. It was, you know, it takes a village to raise a child and all of that. Oh, am I right? <laughs> yes, especially out in the woods when no one bothers you. No, well, they don't. We were far away from the, uh, the elf city. So. Exactly. So we didn't have to deal with all of the nonsense yeah. of the high elves and rubbish like that. Politics. Elitists. There's nothing wrong with elitists. Uh, uh, <laughs> okay, fine. <laughs> yes, there are some problems with elitists. We'll fine. talk about that later, but yes. Pro- <laughs> has some problems. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like a beautiful childhood, looking at the stars and telling stories based mm-hmm. on the constellation. It was it was beautiful. Zavor, my uncle, and I were uh, very close when uh, growing up. We were very similar in a lot of ways. So. This is the uncle she had to kill and bury. By yep, the by the way. <laughs> one that got flayed. In case you were curious. <laughs> oh, that's his way down. Yeah. 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 Full circle. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I'll just so, stab you with a knife. <laughs> Z- uh, and I both both had uh, red hair, so he called me my his his younger twin. Mm. Mm. And is that why the fire? 
We'll get to that later. Hold <laughs> <laughs> on to something. I like it. Let's go over here to Natrix. Well, a lot is untold and shall remain so for now. Mm-hmm. Spoilers. I like, I like, yeah, no spoilers, guys. No spoilers. Head no spoilers. tilt? Spoilers, darling. <laughs> I've got a question about that later, so we're going <laughs> to cover that. All right. Oh, wait, so, uh, what would you say Natrix's favorite memory would be? Maybe, if it's not spoilery. Hmm. Oh, this could be tough. Because <laughs> it verges on spoilers. Mm. Hmm. Say what you can without spoilers. Teetering. <laughs> Ooh, it's close. Uh, Dance right on that knife edge. Okay. Um, Karamba dagger's edge. Yes. <laughs> A very curved edge. <laughs> well, she does have amazing dexterity, as we saw last night. I mean, mm. I don't, but she does. <laughs> <laughs> no, you caught a lot of the... That's true, that's true. You did. No, the dice rolls were... Hmm. Well, <laughs> are you kidding me? Natrix got that killing blow, yeah, flipping, true. twisting, flipping, landing. True. So cool to watch. <laughs> oh, Severing the brains. Mm-hmm. It was beautiful. <laughs> it was a work of art. That's my favorite memory right now. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty good. <laughs> you did not kill after everything you've been through. I would say... There were times of good memories, but not all the times. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Certain memories with certain people were good, but if I talk about those people, (laughs) little spoilers. Spoilers, darling. She had people she cared about, who uh, she enjoyed their company. Beyond that, we should find out. Mm-hmm. I'm really excited for it. Same It'll though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It will. I mean, you got to get off the island first. Yes. <laughs> yes. Freaking get off Occupy. Yeah. <laughs> imagine people in chat being like, give us more. I'm sorry. <laughs> Didn't expect it to be its own arc, but it's its own arc. <laughs> so, so pick one, ruckus or mayhem. Flip, do, do, do you want to flip a coin? I have a coin. Oh. You, what are we here, We can, but I also want to say ruckus because Mm. I've been dying. Oh, please. Please. Yeah. Oh, Let's do it. Let's do it. It hasn't been addressed, just like him speaking Elvish. <laughs> we just well, talking you should about save it for yeah. the stream, man. You should save it for Remy Andraste and Uzo. Oh, no, no. I just mean, like, his... Specifically, it, I, it's, it's aware, but not everyone in that party knows about it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, from... Mm-hmm. Uh, like basic, it's just it's small. Okay. Just that I'm, just that he was rich in his past. Uh, mm-hmm. He was a nobleman. Fair enough. Yeah, I mean, high, I mean, highborn gave I'm it away. Highborn, everybody. Yeah, <laughs> and the fancy pants. The fancy pants. You don't know why I got them. Yes, uh, I do. I do. You said it was the last thing you had of them. Yep. Damn it. And, you, and that you had to grow into them, That's if I remember right. correctly, and because Uzo's, you were quite young when it happened. For sure. Uzo's definitely wondered how much that was worth. And how many brain cells did you lose when it was hammered into your head? They're growing back. (laughs) That's not how it works. (laughs) I mean, the brain cells grow back, the memories don't. I knew it. It's okay, it's just your frontal lobe. That's where you 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 discern reason is. We know how hard his head is. Yeah. That's That's true. Sturdy enough for a blacksmith to hammer a jewel into it. That's right. (laughs) It's a perfect metaphor (laughs) for how stubborn he is. All right. It really is. Um, I would say, uh, I'm going to answer as Ruckus, because I think. Do it. As Ruckus, his first memory is. Are you speaking in the third person? No. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Sorry. 
<laughs> yes, he there's, is seeking a third person. There is person. not enough booze in, the, in here for this. Ruckus considers himself great. We all know it, and he knows it, and you know that he's great. <laughs> but uh, I'd say it's the fact that he was, he grew up with his highborn family. Very, very, uh, a nice home. Honestly, a mansion. Beautiful. Just a great setup to it all. Large fields, bodyguards of all of, from different walks of life, different who knows. Super rich. And yet. And, and yet. yet. That was a fond memory while it lasted. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a spoiler. <laughs> That's not a spoiler that has been addressed on the stream. Oh, yeah. And, uh, but in that part of his life, my, his life, uh, <laughs> the mansion, his family, and the fields and the guards were his fondest memories. The I things he thought story. about every day. But the thing he always went back to for some reason was at midnight, he would always try and go and venture out on his own because he's telling a hero's journey. He would venture out on his own to a river nearby, his beautiful, ridiculously beautiful mansion. I just want everybody to... I want Uzo to hate him. I'm just gonna look back out of the glass. When Uzo realized that... It's so transparent. No. It's all about love. Ruckusness. Yeah. yeah. I can't, you can't hate him. As you a, really can't at that point. As a child, even he was bossing these adults to do whatever he wanted. Change because he, they were that rich. <laughs> a hero's journey. Anyway. <laughs> well, well, well. <laughs> a relatable story. Okay, so, really can, it, can, it, can we throw that question at Remy then? Oh, uh, all right, yeah. yeah. Um, what, what, what is his earliest favorite memory then? What, what can he talk about? Hmm. Um. What he can talk about is the sea, really. I mean, there's nothing like it. The, the freedom. I started out as a, as a sailor, actually. And uh, I guess it's never been addressed on stream how he made the transition from sailor to pirate. How he became a pirate, yeah. Yes. Um, I'm sure it'll come up. <laughs> but his, his fondest memories, uh, I cannot give you his earliest memories. But his fondest memories are, once he became a pirate, the freedom it afforded him, hmm. and he was hooked. He earned the respect of his captain, and he earned the respect of his crew, um, until, very unfortunately, he had to betray them to save them. So. It was Peter, wasn't it? It was Peter, the treasonous first mate. Mutinous first mate, actually. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately. Uh, and I'm really looking forward to getting my ship back so that we can deal with such scum. Anyhow. That makes there me we excited. Are. Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait. There's a reason that I requested a pursuit cannon. <laughs> Interesting. It I'm could be for any of this. So yeah, I would say uh, absolutely. Remy, Remy's favorite memories are working his way up through and with his pirate brethren. Hmm. Um, and, and taking the example of what a noble and chivalrous pirate lord should be from his captain. Hmm. So. Um, yeah. Nice. Absolutely. Yeah. 
Uh, this just in, we have uh, Cupcake Cobra subbed for her second month. Whoa. Cup Thank Cobra. you. Cobra or Cora? Uh, Cora, because I can't read. <laughs> <laughs> it's Cupcake Cora for the Someone's second a... month. Now I'm just... Thank you very much. It's someone I know. Hi, Cora. And there it is. There it is. Thank you. Now I'm just imagining oh, a cobra man. just at a cupcake. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or just a, that would a cobra be great, made though. of cupcake. Where's my lovely Ebony It's a happy <laughs> ending either way. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds I miss her. I mean, of course. Ruckus of course. also remembers down by the river. That's all I'm going to say. Hmm. Uh, let, let's take one quick <laughs> one from the audience. <laughs> you right, should, uh, if you, when you answer questions, you should answer Mahem as Ruckus or for Ruckus ass. So they're yeah. both That'll get really telling crazy. legendary yeah. tales yeah. about yes. these nobodies. That's <laughs> so good. Nice. Oh, Rao told me about him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I don't know why. <laughs> he defeats everything Rao's for. <laughs> I would really love to hear Mayhem's um... oh. take on Ruckus. <laughs> <laughs> uh, actually, this is so really good. interesting. Comfortably rich. <laughs> uh, let's take one here to everyone. Um, how much of your characters, whether it be Nat One, Chaos Agents, or, or Great Dane Society, is a reflection slash representation of yourself versus attributes you wanted to play specifically because it's fun to be different from who you are? Hmm. Yeah, good um, question. That's a great question. Yeah. So, or or maybe things you wish you were but are currently not strengths in your personality. So, um, how much of it would you say in creating your character? did you put in because it's you versus how much of it was something you want to be? So. Interesting. Okay. You want me to cry? Is this how you make me cry? <laughs> um. Are we starting on this side of the, the table or this side of the table cry. this time? Uh, let's go right over here. All right. I guess I'll cry first. <laughs> I would say I always have the running joke behind camera or off camera that's just that mayhem and ruckus it's two halves. It's two halves. <laughs> when I have to make a third character, we'll figure it out. But two halves so far because uh, I just love that Mayhem is just so for his own principles as just being like this righteous, upstanding dude um, and committed. Like in this in this dark world that everything that just tries to push him, DM included, tries to push him <laughs> to do something. Damn right. I, I it's love glorious the, to watch. I love the conflict. It's, oh. it's fantastic. It's, um, I think it's key to his character, is yeah. that struggle, mm -hmm. and and what where his line is, and pushing that boundary and seeing what will do it, I think is it's gonna be a, a theme of your story for sure. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's on, well that's why I liked playing, uh, or I still like, love, uh, playing Ruckus, because I can be that <laughs> against everything kind of idea. <laughs> yeah. Almost right off the bat. <laughs> but as Mayhem, I just love the, the conflict has to come from like a much more crueler place in order for me to want to not fight it. So mm. as a personal element, I don't know, uh, I like, getting crazy as Ruckus, and I like, I guess I just like combating something either way. Mm -hmm. I, lo I love that conflict mm -hmm. either, as either character. Mm -hmm. so, mm -hmm. yeah. nice. I like it. Let's go over here for Natrix. Little side real quick, I love being the devil's advocate on your shoulder. Just kind of like, <laughs> nope. how appropriate, how appropriate, she's a demon on your shoulder. The demon's advocate. Well <laughs> on one, Natrix on the other. <laughs> Sorry, um, yes, uh, I would say, a. I would say uh, mostly Natrix is someone I would aspire to be, someone I would want to be like. Um, I want to have that confidence, that arrogance, you know? But uh, 
personally myself, I am not very overly confident, and so I kind of wish to portray that in my character. Mm. Um, there are times when I am confident, and those are the parts that I've accentuated for her. I, I think that I've really enjoyed um, watching Natrix and being able to see her in different situations, mm -hmm. uh, act differently, um, kind of a bit shyer at first, and then coming out of your shell uh, mm -hmm. a bit, especially with Maya in the rum. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so good. <laughs> That's a good bit. But then at the same time, being able to see her go into assassin mode yeah. and mm -hmm. just mess stuff up. Oh, yes. Which, which is very, very nice. So, I've I've definitely enjoyed seeing the character, um, and 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 on that line as well with her interactions with Mayhem, it's been really really fun to mm -hmm. to see that kind of counter yeah. to Mayhem, a lot of the time where it's, it's really you know we're gonna help like, this person when you when you're with Onra and he was like I promise I'm gonna get you yes. out and you're like you can't save everybody are you seriously gonna say that right now and sure enough you couldn't save everybody. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's kind of you pose that question to Mayhem of whether his idealism is truly practical or not. <clears throat> we'll find out if it is. Yeah. <laughs> well, we've already seen this. It's not in some what? cases. <laughs> <laughs> um, real quick, just to interrupt the questioning. Uh, right now, because we have to, because whoever Ted the Accountant is... <laughs> what did they do? They know what they're doing. This is, come on. <laughs> what oh, is the shared account that someone in here is they, using? Uh, it's not me, man. Uh, you might believe that because Ted the Accountant, whoever you are, will fucking find you. <laughs> <laughs> it always scares me when Ted swears. swears. I know. <laughs> I swear. It's terrifying. Yes. 10,000 bits. <laughs> oh, are you kidding me? No way. Are you... I just relieved myself in my pants. That's fantastic. The first time was no reason, though. Ted the accountant, thank you so much. Thank you, whoever you are. Thank you, whoever you are. You are freaking amazing. Just to the cat, friends. All right, we're going to take the question now over to Tiana. So I've been very lucky to play three different characters on, on this channel. I've been Andraste, Alexandria, and Dothal, and they have all been very different aspects of me. Um, Andraste is probably the one that everyone, including myself, knows the best. Um, she's who I was. I, I play her and I, and I watch you know this young adult elf and I see myself the way that I was when I was 20, 21. And it's very interesting to look back and be like, yeah, that's right. That's what it was like to be, you know, hopelessly head over heels with a crush. Yeah. For the very first time. This is what it was like. Okay, I remember this. And I can play that because I've been there. Um, she's starting to develop more of the snark. Sorry, who's that crush on? I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> Remy isn't here. Go away. I know. He's very present. <laughs> You'll find out more next week, I'm sure. Ooh. You gotta tune in. You gotta tune in because I was, I was given something over the weekend that will pertain to this. Anyway. Um, so Andraste is very much who I was. Alexandria is kind of who I am, or at least how I think of myself as being now. A little more uh, centered in who I am, a little more, I don't know, controlled, mm -hmm. and able to see where problems are and figure out how to adjust for the situation that's going on. Certainly not perfect at it. 
nowhere close, but it's it's both who I am and who I aspire to be. She's definitely the rogue of the party. Oh my god, yeah. When, Absolutely. when I was building her, because she has a 75 dex, when I was building her, I was like, she is an assassin who poses as an opera singer. That's been there from the beginning. Mm -hmm. And I was like, how do I make this, the mo how, how do I make her the most effective that she can be? So, a little bit of mid-maxing, perhaps. And, and let's talk a little bit about Dothel. Real quick. Yeah, so let's talk a little bit about Dothel. Not too much. No, of course not. All right. <laughs> uh, uh, so. I, I think Drew actually said it the best because I saw him uh, a couple weekends ago. He said, Dothel is who you are if you take all of the restraints off. Mm. If Tiana was allowed to be as dark as I can go, that's Dothel. Mm -hmm. She smiles and she smiles and she smiles and then she sets you the frick on fire. Mm -hmm. <laughs> For a good reason. Yes, indeed. She is... I like her a lot. She has a lot more charisma than I do, I think. But she has that dangerous presence about her that I aspire to have, <laughs> to be perfectly honest. Mm -hmm. So she's very much my dark side allowed off the leash. What I, what I really liked about Dothel is um, she knew thieves can't. Mm -hmm. And and while and her deception the was rogues, off the freaking chain. That's right. All the other rogues during that one shot were talking in thieves' can't like she couldn't understand. <laughs> <laughs> they were talking about like one of them shooting their shot with her, being like, "Hey, so I mean, Emerald Eye yep. was all trying to Emerald Eye over in the innuendo oh, wow. chair. That's right. <laughs> yeah. um, and, and 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 she revealed nothing until yeah. until the moment was right. Exactly. Exactly. And and how do you feel about that as it pertains to yourself? I think she's a lot better at it than I am. Um, I have a very expressive face, so when when I feel something, people know that I feel it, either by me reacting to it or just not reacting to it. Mm -hmm. You know, because because sometimes you can tell how someone's reacting by how they don't react. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So she's who I aspire to be in that <laughs> in that Ooh, respect. I like that. I like that. So I guess Andraste is who I was, Alexandra is who I is, and Dothel's kind of who I want to be, but with a lot more control. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm very excited for for uh, continuing those stories, and I, I hope we get to see you back on Natural One at some point. Yes, well, I'm looking forward to that. Mm -hmm. we've, we've been talking a little bit about that. Mm -hmm. We have indeed. Mm. Let's go over here for the question. <clears throat> oh, uh... Eo is, is basically, I mean, let's be honest, he's pretty much like a male alter ego. <laughs> and, and kind of who I aspire to be in a way that like, I mean, he really is somebody who, he surprised me a lot during Solari. Um, more so just because of how completely like idealistic he is. He was not gonna go back on any of his principles whatsoever. He'd fight anybody for them. But the way his mindset changed during Solari also like really surprised. Like I did not set him up to be the leader. That was not something that I set him up to be at all. Um, and then suddenly he was the one making decisions. And that was what was happening and everybody was looking at him to make decisions. And that was very interesting in that in that way. Um, but He's also a lot more flirtatious than I am. I am actually not flirtatious. Uh, at least, hey! Bull! Bull! flirtatious I am. Okay, he's me without, like, restraint. <laughs> and, and he's got balls more confidence than I, than I do. Um, I think I've, I've gotten a lot more confidence since I even played him, but he's, 
I love that he stands on his principles. And I love that he's like, I'm not going to kill anybody because I don't want to kill anyone. I believe that I can change the world with my music. And that was something that he stuck to. And I, I really, I just loved his ballsiness. He just was ballsy. Mm -hmm. And he was willing to stake anything on that. And that was something that was really amazing for me. Hmm. Maya, I mean, I can't really say a lot about Maya, except she is, she scares me. She really <laughs> scares me sometimes. And her, there are definitely surprising things about her, but she is very, there are some things that we are nothing alike on. And there are some things that we are alike on, but she is not, as I said, I can't really go into it, but she's, she's she scares me in some ways, which is very unlike myself. EO and I, I understand EO and I get him and I really love him and I have so much fun and respect and he's fun to even play around just as normal. Like, I mean, I have, she she she, 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 she will occasionally break into EO just when we're sitting in, in the control room. And it's absolutely hilarious because I would give a lot to see Andraste and EO play off oh. of each other. Oh my gosh. Please. I would give so much to see, <laughs> to see that. But, but I just, I, I, yeah, and, and Maya is an enigma to me. She's just, there's things that she's, but I love it because it works so well with our crew. And it works so well her playing off of Mayhem as well. So. As I said, I can't really explain. She's not like me, though. I am, I am not, yeah, I would say that I did not, I did not make her with the intention. I guess the only thing that would be like me is that I can't really help it. I tend to want to be, I guess, without even realizing it, I'm like, I'm the leader, and I'm not trying to do that. I just tend to start making decisions. Mm -hmm. And I, it's good or bad. Mm -hmm. That just is something I think I just naturally, whether it's good or bad, I'm not trying to say like, I'm, like, I'm this leader, guys. I'm just saying like, as somebody naturally, I tend to see a situation and I think, you know, these characters give me the freedom without having that person on my shoulder going, no, you should let somebody else make decisions that, you know, automatically I step up and I'm like, okay, these are the decisions we're gonna make. This is what we're gonna do. Whose guy ideas, okay, what are we doing with them? And that's kind of just, I guess, the only thing that I would say we have in common. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, there you go. Some diverse characters. Yeah, yeah I try not making characters that are basically me, because that's boring. <laughs> I like making really diverse characters. Well, Uzo's probably like 80% Warren. <laughs> <laughs> that's why he's so cool. I was going to say, like, like, like Andraste is basically me on steroids sometimes. And I have way and too the much boring. fun with that. So, hey. Let's, let's go to Warren. Yes. Oh yeah. Um, so, um, I I really put a lot into Uzo the character because I do feel like in an alternate universe, he would be me. I, I mm -hmm. think I respect the fact that he he doesn't want to see the the world burn, but he definitely acknowledges the injustice. And I, I think in a in a world where I've, I've lost everything, I'd kind of be in the same way. I might be a little bit more bitter than he is. Um, but he is definitely has my my values. Um, you don't need to kind of start in the s the sewer to to experience trauma and to you know appreciate what you have. You don't need to be born with an ailment to kind of appreciate your gifts. Um, and I feel like I do that all the time with Uzo. I'm kind of seeing things through new lenses. 
Because um, you just got eyes? Yeah. Plus inspiration. If we don't get inspiration, you don't get punspiration. <laughs> I think Uzo um, it was great. I was happy. is mostly me in that like anything I get as a bonus isn't owed to me, needs to go back. I, I do do a lot of charity stuff in my free time, just kind of remind myself and put things in perspective. Um, uh, you know, he is the vigilante I wish I could be. <laughs> um, and I, you know, you guys might debate this, but I, I really do think Uzo is like true neutral. Like, maybe a little bit more chaotic. He, he gets involved when he probably, people don't want him to, and he kind of refrains when people ask him to participate. Um, and that's mostly based on this is this is the way the world is, right? Like, as long as you're not picking on the downtrodden or taking mm -hmm. that isn't yours, like, you haven't run afoul of mm -hmm. Warren, you haven't run afoul of Uzo. Yeah, I, 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 I'd argue that he's a little bit, that, that he and you are more chaotic than true neutral. Yeah, because sure. be, be, Because you, you're, you know, down with the man type, type of thing. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, they Both have very much passion for that. Yes. I don't see that it's a big part. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Uzo is my Molotov cocktail into the system. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. For sure. Oh, He'll do well good. on a pirate awesome. ship, I think. <laughs> He'll do great on a pirate yeah. ship. Yeah. I dress him, I drop him off the edge of Koei. Okay, it's all right. We're going to get that uh, Octa Piers enchanted again. Uh, <laughs> I'm be walking along the bottom of the sea while you guys are sailing above. Nice. <laughs> like, we got this boat, we got it with the aquarium big enough for two Uzos, and what does he do? Dispel magic. And it's Ruined. <laughs> we not needed, ruined. We needed yeah. him to not take points of exhaustion. That's true. So That's true. It, was, it, it was would have true. killed him by now. <laughs> um, I also, I also think with your Cthulhu character that was present as well. Uh, oh, it seemed yeah. like the opposite. It seemed like you were playing this very wealthy, well-off person. Very much. Mm -hmm. Very much. Um, and I, I kind of love playing people I despise. But that's not <laughs> to say in Solari when I, I was playing half orc kismet, uh, mm -hmm. driven by fate, which mm -hmm. I've definitely. I'm aligned to. I don't really think that there is any sort of course going. Things happen and you adjust to them. It's mm -hmm. meant, it's faded, it happened, let's deal with it. Mm -hmm. um, you run into people at specific points in the same way you find music and you find different pieces of art that are meant to find you. That's right. Because like, yeah. every choice that was made in both people's <clears throat> lives led up to that moment. Basically. Yeah. Mm -hmm. By the way, I never got to tell you in person, but you are my hero. Thank you. For what? <laughs> For giving it to the man. Oh, <laughs> for the kid's last stand. Yeah, yeah. Snaring that demon. Yeah, that was yeah. pretty. Yeah. Finding him and pulling him down. I have to say, that's pretty cool. I was really upset. Were you there as Gail? Or? That you did that. Yeah. Was like that was why I'm like Warren's my hero. <laughs> no matter what, Warren is my hero because that's. <laughs> and I never got to thank you in person. Yeah, I appreciate that, and I, I kismet. Definitely appreciates that. He, it, it's like that Facebook thread we had where we were all trapped in a box That's somewhere, right, yeah, escape, escape room, room. Yeah. and Kismet's in like the corner. He's like, "Well, someone will figure a way out." Like, <laughs> sit here, like if it's meant to be. It's yeah, meant it's to be. Let's kick that door down. Go. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you already told me. My it's his foot stuck in the door. His foot's completely stuck. <laughs> like, get, get out of the way. I will firebolt it. <laughs> I can take it. Just no. firebolt through. No. I mean, I do not know how we got here, but you had. Something to do with it. <laughs> you know, it may look like my fault, and technically it is. <laughs> all right. It's always his the fault. Thing is that 
Let's just get out of here. Rug is big. <laughs> I don't know. I'm There's working. so many things you could do while we're in here to pass. No, it. we are <laughs> not. Let's get out of here now. It's getting rather steep. We just gave his eyes. Don't give him too much to look at. And I'm always do dance magic dance. Well, we'll go on, on, on to me for these characters. Um, yes, please. Okay. These characters, whether I'm playing Gale, whether I'm playing um, Remy, or, or any of my NPCs. The I, multitude that you play on natural <laughs> one. It's, and the Daves. true. Yeah, well, <laughs> I have one David, right? But, uh, I love David. Thank you. Um, <laughs> so here's the thing. Um, I always put, I mean, it's, you, you do what you know, right? So every single one of those characters I'm drawing from myself, whether for like Oliver, who's like, what do you want? Something? Uh, speak! <laughs> <laughs> the shiny thing! The shiny thing! <laughs> That's me being able to just just let go and be goofy. You know what I mean? So I really I really like the, the opportunity to do that. Um, Ted, I, I think I, I really put just my my, my love. <laughs> I, I put kind of my love for everybody into into mm -hmm. Ted, who just wants everyone to be happy and be together. Um, Remy, I put just oh a very extreme version of of myself, where uh, he he's just all all charisma all the time, all wit, and uh, usually overestimating himself. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why you have the rest of us to pull you back a little. Uh, bit. That, that's right. However, um, underneath all of that is is this like very real um, layer of self doubt that that Remy has, um, which which. You know, leads to a lot of stuff, um, just just in his decision making and and whatnot, and leads him down some some very upsetting paths. I think uh, just in his own mind, uh, mm. when when things go wrong. For instance, when he almost died, he took it very very rough um, because he felt like he failed. He's not good enough, and and it just reaffirms all that self doubt that he's already had about himself. Um, so it's like an extreme version of that uh, for, mm. for, for for me. So everything is is pretty much my, myself uh, with. Some exception, um, Captain Hathaway. I was going to say, please tell me Hathaway is the yeah. exception. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. Please. Because Hathaway so, scares me. H Hathaway is an extreme mine. of an extreme, is, is what he is. He's, he's what I imagine an extreme would, would, would be. Um, I don't think that there's, there's like any real sadistic bone in my body, but if I were to be, this is how I think it would be. Hmm. Uh, and that's, that's where Hathaway comes from. So, yeah. <laughs> Uh, and um, he's the devil. <laughs> I, I, like a I really boss. like the idea of of Ted, in which I feel. I mean, I'm a. Uh, I, I do kendo, and um, I, I feel like I was always kind of. I had a chip on my shoulder because I, I felt I was always underestimated in there. So I put that into Ted. Uh, if you underestimate him, he'll kick your ass. And. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we saw. Yeah. <laughs> Historic so, beating. Yeah, yeah. Well, and, and, and that was something that I always that I found very interesting about Ted was that he expected to be forgotten. Mm -hmm. That that was very interesting to watch was that he expected to be forgotten. He expected to be overlooked. I'm not gonna say anything about that. Okay. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm now sorry. That, now that that actually actually over there. That was a... I would like to ask for Ted. Oh yeah. When did he yeah. actually start feeling like he was part of the team and he really got close to the other members and really was like, I'm gonna fight for you no matter what? Or there, there were two moments. There were two moments for Ted for that. First and foremost was he almost died fishing with you guys. Yeah. And you guys, as a team, fixed that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right, Maya had to heal. 
right? Sen had to pull it out. Mm -hmm. You had to get it off of him, mm -hmm. right? You um, had to use his axe to kill mm -hmm. the, the Marlin. It was such a great example of, of what I, I wanted to see of, of the, the crew, everyone coming together to, to save Ted, and he remembers that. Um, so at that point, it's, it's something that, that was in uh, him, ingrained at that point, and then mayhem. Mm -hmm. I was hoping. Mm -hmm. Getting his axe. With the axe, yeah. <laughs> oh. That was such a... I was thinking of a different moment. No, that was that, that, that was the moment where he was like, no matter what happens, yeah. I am at your side. Moment. Yeah. Period. Yeah. I love What moment were you thinking? I, was th I thought it was when the arm wrestling contest finished, and then it was... I, I, it was a brief moment. It wasn't as triumphant as me getting his axe back, uh -huh. but it was. It, I just thought it was a fun moment where it was. Uh, I don't know. I thought Mayhem was the only one to recognize him, and just like Ted, thinking everyone mm. would forget him, he was like, "He remembered." Yes, <laughs> yes, this, this is a pretty good imitation that, that of his voice. Of, yeah. <laughs> I love Kermit. That was a precursor to I think like everything he starts moment. to bond with you guys because of that, and then the fish or the marlin thing happens, and then he's like. God, and then he loses his axe for so long. And you saw him; he was pretty distraught without that axe. Yeah. No spoilers there. Um, <laughs> yeah. 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 So, um, so yeah. 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 I guess that's 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 the answer to that question. Uh, let's ask some <clears throat> some other stuff. But before we do that, we should give away a book. Let's do oh, it. Yes. Let's give away a book. We Somebody... should give away a book, a D and D five e book, right now. In the chat. Whenever, whenever she's ready. Yeah, good to go. Okay. Hashtag, <laughs> hashtag chaos right now in the chat. Chaos. Chaos. Because we are. Book. There he goes throwing gang signs. It, we it are is chaos. letters. You are the chaotic. <laughs> Thank you for joining us. Thank you, chaos. Hashtag chaos. Do it. Do it. Uh, all right. Well, let's let's get back to some of these questions that were prepared for individuals and, and less around the table. Um, <laughs> Warren, where do you see Uzo retiring? Ha! Um, so, I, I really have this like romantic vision of Uzo being an old, withered, you know, mentor, wizard who's seen it all, kind of helping to educate the the next school of uh, Waterdeep, you know, educating anybody, um, and kind of. I see him basically being like an, a really old warlock. Um, unfortunately, the choices, the people, and balancing justice uh, likely won't put his lifespan <laughs> into his 60s or yeah. 70s. Um, but if ideally he's, he's with Randall and the, the children that are there have grown up and are now a force for good, in Waterdeep or in you know the world, um, and I think um, I hope he can make it to that point because uh, he I feel like he's he's just like a college kid backpacking around the world now after he graduated <laughs> right gonna see the sure. world and then like at some mm -hmm. point like sit down and apply himself to you know study right mm -hmm. once he I feel like also he's really liking languages. Mm -hmm. So like he'll learn. He's gonna be like this old multilingual like warlock slash wizard slash. He's whatever. picking up Elvish really fast. Yeah. I'm really appreciating that. Even as I'm keeping the tall halfling well away from him. <laughs> <laughs> it's the first it. language he's ever learned to read, even like ahead of common. You know. Um, so I I feel like 
he will learn more about his powers himself as time goes on if he's given that time. Um, so retiring wherever he chooses to settle, maybe this plot of land somewhere that that deed he got for ten gold might pay out. We're working maybe on not. I'm excited to see where that goes. <laughs> we, we're working on that. But, um, My bird home. <laughs> I, yeah, that's what I'm saying. At the, you at the irregular the tavern, oh, okay. at the irregular tavern, his study is basically a long couch surrounded by books hmm. before he knew how to read. And ferns. And, and ferns. ferns. <laughs> that was from the gut. Yeah. Uh, that freaking like jungle you have in yeah, the library. That's that's Humanity that's a part of the books, I'm sure. that's a part of Warren that <laughs> wants to have that because, uh, as I said, like my house is like plant hospice. Mm. I can't keep a plant alive. <laughs> <laughs> you got a plant on the way out. Send it to me. I'll keep it comfortable in the last days. <laughs> Luckily, we saw that quantity. We have somebody who goes in and yes. So oh, God, I, your name, an old oh, man in his study, and he's an advisor to many. Is how I see. Hopefully, see Uzo. Okay, I remember that. Remy was not in, included in that at all, so thanks for that. Well, I mean, that's... <laughs> Uzo is also a very, like, I mean, Warren, very wasn't. solo character, and he has yeah. to work to put his trust into people. I don't know, all of a sudden I just got this this whole thing of, like, I don't know if anyone's read fake Frank Miller's The Dark Knight. Like, mm. at the end of it, it's like, you know, Batman's supposedly dead, but really, he's, Spoilers. like, teaching all... The... <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. How long has it been out? It's been out since the 1980s. Sorry. I mean, come on. At, at some point. Too bad. Sorry. Right. He's off with, you know, female Robin, and they're, like, teaching him. <laughs> Carrie. Carrie Vaughn. I remember her last name. That was Carrie. Carrie. <laughs> oh, you. Yeah, I think it was a female <laughs> Robin. It was adorable. I loved she her. She adorable. Okay. But that's what I thought. I thought it was always, like, you know, Batman at yeah. like an old man. I like it. Yeah. I like it. Uh, we have here a, a question from the Hefner. <laughs> Let's hear it. Uh, it's a question for me. It says, Bo, did you anticipate the cult-like following Ted is getting after you created <laughs> That's of a good course. question. Of course. The truth is no. Um, I didn't. <laughs> because I created Ted two and a half years ago for a one-shot that I played like uh, with my girlfriend at the time and, and some strangers. And I had this idea for this character, this champion fighter that I wanted to do. And then when I actually started DMing and writing my own campaign, I put him in there and it was only meant to be seen by my friends. You know, I, I literally put him in there just to, just to be a, a fun character for my friends to play with. So absolutely, I did not anticipate <laughs> any kind of following for Ted. However, I completely get it. He's so badass. Uh, he's he's basically the mascot slash god for Natural oh. One. Oh, he's like yeah. Thor. He'll put the hammer down. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I think, but he's also adorable. Was he? What, didn't that? No, he's the Hulk. He's so? the Hulk, and, and we, we we made this thing of like, <laughs> sure. Yeah. Ted's like the Hulk. <laughs> He's like if the Hulk in, encompassed Banner. Yeah. That's right. No, no, like smaller Banner. <laughs> the Hulk went into Banner. Yeah. <laughs> I know exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Everything that I didn't say, you heard. Yeah, yeah, yeah me too. The I know. Yeah, that's great. I feel like it was, okay. Oh, moving, oh, on. Okay. moving on. Moving on. Okay. We didn't. Sorry. We didn't. We didn't make any spoilers. Sorry. What? If we pretend it didn't happen, don't spoil. Dawn of Justice, Batman might die. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow. Where to next? <laughs> uh, yeah, so thank you for the question, Hef. Um, okay. The answer is no. <laughs> and thank you. Um, all right, next up, we're going to go to Aubrey here. Oh. Aubrey, for Maya, why did you choose to be a true mage over a free mage? Uh, there's some spoilers for that. 
as much as you can say without spoiling. Do it. Okay, well, um, Maya feels like she, it wasn't really a choice. Mm. I'm gonna say it that way. She mm -hmm. kind of just became one. She owes, feels like she, oh, feels, she kind of owes the state of Uzlam for her circumstances. Mm -hmm. Uh, so she, there was never really a choice. It was kind of, that was what was brainwashed into her. Mm -hmm. She's always been a true mage, mm -hmm. as far as she knows. Mm -hmm. So uh, that is something that she's, she's having a lot of interesting thoughts about, but that's really it. She just, she never really had a choice whether she was a true mage or not. Mm -hmm. That's just something she always was. So. Yeah. Very good. As much as I can say. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. That's spoilers, like yes. It. I'm excited for more. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, and in that regard, Aubrey, how has your character changed from what you expected compared to what has happened to her so far? Again, I did not expect her to, to want to be the leader of this group or even somewhat. I mean, I know she fights Sun for the spot. They have their, their issues, but she does... She takes charge and leads, and that's something that's very surprising to me because, again, I did not make her to be a leader. <laughs> she was not supposed to be that kind of character mm -hmm. whatsoever. Um, I think Aubrey just naturally just, just kind of mm -hmm. takes over that role. Good or bad? <laughs> <laughs> for good or for ill. Um, she surprised me. Uh, the drunk episode really surprised me. <laughs> <laughs> I did not expect her to act that way at all. Right, I, I, that was completely unexpected. Um, her opening up as much as she did to Natrix really surprised me. Actually, their relationship in general has been really surprising for really good, in a really good way, mm -hmm. has been really surprising because Natrix has actually helped Maya change a lot. Mm. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and, and Mayhem, actually. Mayhem has made Maya change. Mm. Mayhem and his sweet idealism. I mean, <laughs> I just like, don't want the fact that she was like, you're not touching mayhem over my dead body. Mm -hmm. Like that to me was like, that was a moment where I was like, holy crap, she actually cares about these people. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, and that, that was really surprising. Like her actually, and the way she was like, oh my God, Ted, like we're never gonna forget you, Ted. You're always gonna be part of us. Like without, that was without like, you're spoiling our friend. too much, I would say no. that Maya has, has been a, a solo kind of person for a, a long time. Yeah, she operates alone. Mm -hmm. um, so she's never had, and this is not a spoiler because she actually opened up to Matrix. She's never had a friend before, and she, knowing that she let Matrix down, and everyone down, has actually, in a way that Remy, you know, it, that it feels with Remy, you know, he, it like completely made her reevaluate herself and evaluate her, her choices and mm -hmm. her, her decisions, and like, you know, is really her confidence. Mm and who she is, and this is probably the closest she's ever been to to being close to anybody without making any spoilers. Mm -hmm. I like it. You know. I like it. Fair enough. Interesting. <laughs> All right, uh, let's take one from from there. Uh, real quick, uh, Zephyr271 won the drawing. Hey. Congratulations! Congratulations. Zephyr. So you get a, a book, a mug, or a deck. So, yeah, uh, wow. yeah. yeah you, choices. Uh, so many choices. Whisper Quest and Chaos, and we'll get it figured out. 
Congratulations, Zephyr two seven. Yay! The sky's the limit. <laughs> <laughs> it's always Almost. like Somewhat. compelling to get the book, but like the the deck is really cool. The deck it is, is really like, it's like so cool. If you run a campaign, like the randomness it throws into mm -hmm. is like yeah. really cool. Yeah. Sorry. Oh, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> it's uh, a good tip. Take one from the pro, community. Pro tip. <laughs> All right. So um, the next one uh, is from the Baroness. Uh oh. For Andraste. Mm. Yes. <laughs> yes, Gislaine. Will Andraste do a reading of the Tall Half? <laughs> please, 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 please. <laughs> right now. It's on audiobook. Yeah. <laughs> oh my oh. god. I mean, I'm an audiobook narrator. Yes, you, have to. <laughs> you have to read excerpts. The, you problem, have to. the problem, of course, is that she it's. You have to write it first. Well, that's that's my NaNoWriMo project in November. No, first you read it, then you write. First I have to write. That's not how it works. You have to see it before you write it. Books are improvised, right? It'll be, it'll be an audible original. Um, this one is. <laughs> <laughs> Capture it. Here's the thing. Andraste's really embarrassed about the tall halfling. She's embarrassed about... Um, about the what? <laughs> You're embarrassed of me. Is that it, Andraste? Not of you. Are you sure? I'm rather tall for a halfling. <laughs> you are rather tall for a halfling. <laughs> she's, a, she's embarrassed about this particular book uh, because she's learning a lot about herself in the process of reading it. And, and she's learning. It. And rereading it. <laughs> 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 no, that page is not sticky, damn it. <laughs> well, but it is well worn. <laughs> well, yes, it's very. Um, Descriptive. Right. <laughs> is, is reading a private thing for everybody? Because when I read, I stand right here. But when Andraste reads, she takes the book into the woods. Yes! <laughs> yes, I freaking do. <laughs> Let's just say it's a book only she'll like. I don't, uh, I don't think we're gonna really people connect. People do this normally. I think well, okay. I, don't, here's, I only see people reading in public. Here's, here's, here's probably the biggest problem with it. If she does an actual reading, if I do an actual reading of it, not everyone will understand it. He'll understand it because it's elvish. He'll understand bits and pieces because he's learning. Remy will understand not a word of it. He won't. Because <laughs> of right. So in order for the group to understand it, she would have to translate. <laughs> no. That's even more awkward. <laughs> right? She's going to have to You should have a campfire night once. Yes. Just, just tell a story. You know what? Here's a way And demand it. You can just act it out, then they would get it. Be like, the next one of these is a All right. Need a volunteer. I will say this. There is a bit that translates to the half lane, the, 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 the tall half lane swept the elven princess off her feet, and then they banged. Let <laughs> <laughs> me start with that chapter. Right? Just, just read a paragraph. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> I don't quite understand. Your insight was high enough to start figuring out something, my dear. No, it's, it's yeah, it was. It was. <laughs> I'm, I'm waiting to see what Remy figured out and what he's going to do about that. Well, here we have a good segue into another question. Um, and if we can get it up, I want to see who said it. Um, Charades. Oh, it's the one about shooting the shot. Um, <laughs> what? what? <laughs> it, the question is basically, when is Remy going to shoot his shot with Andraste? Oh. I wasn't aware that there was a shot to take. Are you sure? I thought it was in the other direction. I thought he missed um, it. Yeah, so, that too. It so you remember in the beginning of, of the show? Well, not necessarily the beginning, awesome. but... Pretty uh, close to the beginning. He was flirting he from day one. Flirting and always being like, you the mine. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, and that's from uh, Maul Chucker... Maps asked that question. Um, so, uh, I don't want to spoil things. 
because there, there is backstory there for, for Remy and, and what stops him. Uh, particularly, one of the big things that Andraste said to him during the show was, Elves mate for life. Mm. Are you really ready to make that commitment? Mm -mm. Uh, to which he clearly is not. So, Fun uh, fact, though, he never insight checked that. Well, that's true. <laughs> that's awesome. He never insight checked that. I was wondering, because I was like, will... wait, elves make life. I don't know. Which is very This is something I've never heard yeah. of. So, <clears throat> and just say, you need perception. to be nice to the very poor half. Why would I be nice to the poor half when he's breaking my heart? It's funny uh, at, it's funny at so the you're idea. breaking your bed. What? <laughs> <laughs> he said it's <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> <That's my shot>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, so the answer is um, not for the foreseeable future because this is the impression that Remy is under, and he's not there. And um, that's all I can really say. Fair. Alrighty, uh, let's, let's never, come over never here. Never insight like is that, which makes me hilarious. Such, sight is making Uzo blind. He like doesn't see these obvious cues. <laughs> <laughs> Flirting? What is the? Like, I don't know. Like, That's right. I mean, maybe he just doesn't Remy deal just, with flirting. Remy, do you have something in your eye? <laughs> why did you? Yes, my. What finger. is that? What is? What is? What is this? <laughs> what is I that? saw you do that twice. Is it, it, you don't know what a wink is. Is that a wink? It is. You I try mean, it. There it is. I mean, the I mean, no, nope. no, that's the. You did both. Half, <laughs> one. Halfway there. I mean, I, uh, no. I, I mean, no. Remy. No, so, no, so. Try, try lifting an eyebrow and squinting the other one at the same time. No, okay. <laughs> you got it. Nailed it. I felt like it worked. <laughs> no. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, technically, Remy, he has only had his eyes back for like what, thirty days, maybe. That's true. It's so he's still learning me. a lot. It's That's still true. a show. Um, well, a wink can mean many things, Uzo. So, um, okay. Yes. Yes. It How come be... Baga has never winked at me? Uh, <laughs> do, snakes, do snakes have eyelids? No. No, he does that. not. <laughs> <laughs> I think you would need eyelids in order to wink. I think. I don't think they do. I don't. I don't I, I, do. I've never winked, so I have no idea. To the Google. To National Geographic? <laughs> I don't think they do. I think they have a, a film that actually comes over that it, it, it does. I think this. so. Snakes have no eyelids. There it is. There it no. is. He doesn't have no eyelids. Uzo's missing a lot of these because, like, the rooftop chase, he's just like wandering the high forest and he's just like, wow, this is kind of cool. Yeah. There's a few. That wasn't a I didn't partake in that rooftop chase. That's true. In fact, most of the rooftop chases you have not partaken in. The nipple ride I chased. There have been like, there have been like yeah. three rooftop chases: the drow and the and the spine devils and the nimble. Right, well, you've partaken in one. The drow, I. The drow, you were. I needed to go somewhere. Okay. Oh, the things I could teach you. <laughs> oh man. Oh lord. <laughs> I'm a little bit terrified of what Eo could teach Uzo. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, she like. Uh, and right, where are we going? Got here. <laughs> <laughs> And that's, go how go you play the flute. that's how you play the flute. That's how you play the We're gonna go over to Tiana here. Hi. <laughs> and um, we'll open this up to the table because I always love this question. Mm. Um, uh, okay, but before we do that, what? We're All gonna right. do another what? giveaway. What? What? Yeah, because of the amazing bits that everyone has donated. Like thirty-two thousand, something like that. I don't know. Here's <laughs> the thing, though. It's a lot. Yeah. Uh, it is a lot. And. 
We want to give back to you guys, so thank you so thank much. Thank you guys. Thank you guys are guys. freaking amazing. Thank you for you sticking make this, with us and watching us. You make yeah. this possible. Yeah, absolutely. Honestly. You make this worthwhile. Like, yeah. we, we come from all over the Bay Area, from, from all over Northern California to be yeah. like, we gather here to be with you guys. Yep. You guys are freaking amazing. Mm -hmm. And we couldn't do it without you, like they said. So, hashtag thank you. Yeah. Thank One you. word, hashtag thank, thank you. you. Appropriate. Do it. it is. Do it. And for the support and for coming and hanging out with us. <laughs> As we today. shoot the shit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm dealing with all bullshit. Wait, sorry, did I say that out loud? Say what out loud? I've never said that out So, Tiana, so some, yes. okay. we'll start with you. <clears throat> what is your process for creating a character? Is, is it something oh. you, you say, oh, I want this race in this class first, and how do I make that work with the backstory? Mm -hmm. uh, how do you go? So it really depends on what I'm building the character for. Um, my my policy when I'm starting a new tabletop game is to play a is to play a class that I've never played before. Mm -hmm. So um, when we came into talking about the Chaos Agents before we were even called the Chaos Agents, um, you already had had a rogue, and uh, Aaron was already pretty set on being a fighter. So I was like, okay, with those two classes, we have to have a healer. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'm going to play a cleric, and that, and I just sort of went from there. It does more DPS. Than, than any other. So, yeah. we did, we, we, I did say we were going to come back around to the fire thing. Yeah. Um, when I started playing tabletop games more regularly, it was when I moved into the, into the, the uh, words. I moved into a house with three other gamers. So we started a house tabletop game, which was great. And I played, nice. and I played a bard. I played uh, Arnora Grayaris, the, the, the bastard half-elf daughter of a, of a princess. Great, I had a lot of fun. Um, and I got the spell Fireball then. Mm. That was the first time that I'd ever played with a Fireball because she was a lore bard and could loot everyone else's spell lists. And I fell in love with Fireball. So I, I, I was like, okay, I need to play a cleric because this one and this one are going to get themselves killed. <laughs> Turned out I was prophetic on that one. <laughs> So I was like, okay, I need to play a cleric. That being the case, what domain do I want? I didn't get further than light. Like, I know there are other domains after that. I've seen them since then. When I was flipping through the, through the, through the player's handbook, I didn't see them because I saw Fireball at fifth level for light domain. So I guess my big process for creating a character is what does the party need? Like, if, if people are coming in saying, this is what I want to play, I, I, I'm pretty flexible. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Are you okay with me mentioning a little bit about the one shot on Sunday? Sure, yeah. Okay, so I've, I've played a cleric here, I've played a sorcerer. I want to play a sorcerer again because I never use sorcerer points. We're, we're, we're making plans. We're making plans. <laughs> making plans. I'm going I'm to play another sorcerer. I'm breaking my rule of playing a different <laughs> class because I'm going to play a sorcerer again. I need to know how to use sorcerer points. Yeah. But on Sunday, I'm going to be playing a monk because I've never played a monk before and it looks really interesting. Um, so I guess my, my, big, my big thing when creating a character is what class does it, what class haven't I played yet? <clears throat> what does the party need? And then from there, the story, mm, how to say this? When I start a new long-term character, I don't know a lot about them, usually. I, don't, I didn't write Andraste's backstory until it became relevant. I knew that she had lost her entire tribe because I had used basically Soul Survivor as her background. Mm -hmm. um, but I didn't know a whole lot about her. So when I, when I create a character, I see them as basically being like a, a crate that sits in front of me with a name and a very basic description on the outside. 
And as I play the character, or as I'm, I'm a writer, so as I write the character, as I play the character, I'm opening, I'm prying open the lid and taking out bits and pieces as I learn about them. And so the character really informs what's going on. It's made it really hard to play a character consistently sometimes because different information comes out, and I'm just like, well, what the heck do I do with this? <laughs> And I mean, that, that plays back into what Andrasse said to Remy. I had originally thought she had no interest in Remy. Actually, let's, let's go ahead and, and uh, move along with this question, because that segues really, really well into the second question I have for you. Please. Uh, how hard is it to keep your character session to session? It's, it's difficult sometimes. And I've actually been doing a Chaos Agents rewatch, and sometimes the inconsistencies mm. are really easy to see when you're binging the whole show from beginning to end. I'm currently on episode 20. Pray for me, I'm getting close. <laughs> um, but sometimes my, sometimes the character's emotions and my emotions get so tangled up that I'm not sure how to separate them. So, um, for example, when, when Remy was flirting with Eva, mm. <laughs> I was getting, I was, I, Tiana, was getting upset. And mm. I didn't know why. I was over here like, what the heck? He's done this before. We've done this before. What's going on? And then I sat back and went, Andraste's jealous. Mm -hmm. And I didn't realize that until I sat back and looked at it and went, oh, this has been coming for a while, hasn't it? <laughs> Where she's jealous of these other people that he flirts with because she likes it? Question mark? <laughs> but, when, but, but she's very much a young adult and doesn't quite know what to do with that. So she's just like, uh, uh, Elves made for life. Do you want to do that? No. Okay, <laughs> bye. You're so wow. very cool. She's happens. so very young. That's, that's true. That's the problem is she's so very young and she's still figuring out the world and she's only just experiencing the world outside of the forest in the last 30 days. Yeah. So, as far as the question of how hard it is to keep them consistent from, from session to session, difficult sometimes, but that's because these become people. Mm -hmm. And people are inconsistent. People, you know, do things that are completely what seems like out of character, but it's another facet of their character. Following on what you said earlier, um, in one of my earliest acting classes, I was, I was studying Stanislavski's method. And one of the things that he said that has stuck with me for a decade at this point was, um, of course you create a character out of your own soul. Where else would you get it? Yeah. <clears throat> so, so Andraste is me in some very important ways. And boy, am I all over the place. Anyone who sees my Facebook knows full well. <laughs> <laughs> but I do love the authenticity. Yeah. Uh, the authenticity. And it's always very Sparrow. real. Yes. Because Andraste lives with all of her emotions on her on her sleeve, mm. even when she isn't quite sure what she's doing. Mm. Um, real quick, we are rated just now. Hey! Oh, yeah. uh, rated Watch by Legends of Avantris. Welcome. Thank you, welcome, guys. Welcome Flip. to the chaos. <laughs> we are doing a live Q&A right now with cast members from both Chaos Agents and from Natural One. So. It's nice uh, to have everyone together. Yeah. Yeah. Almost everyone. We need James. Yeah. Yes. James, yeah. we miss you. We, um, we, we are going to continue to, to ask some questions here. Right now we're asking questions of Tiana, um, which kind of really ties in again with the, the last question. How do you grow a character? And what makes them change? And particularly, how do you grow a character? <laughs> and what makes them change? So, 
I think what's interesting about that is that I don't. What happens to the characters in the story changes what happens a lot. Like, Amy actually pointed it out, was one, was one of the people who, who pointed it out in our last session of Chaos Agents. Andraste was balanced on the edge of an alignment change. <laughs> very, very close. I thought she was talking about me when she said no, that. No, she was talking she was talking about, about Andraste, I think. About cutting this guy's arms and legs off? Yeah, about, about being okay with, with torturing someone and constantly bringing them back. And she was right on the edge of being like, yeah, I'm fine with this because that's what you did to me. Mm-hmm. Well, not me, me, but. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's that's very important because a lot of times we'll see Andraste as a lawful good mm-hmm. character. <laughs> Anyone who sees her as lawful good doesn't doesn't recognize which goddess she worships. Well, but but I, th- I think it's true. I think it's it's uh, a little more chaotic than that, um, but not extreme, not ruckus chaotic, <laughs> right? I see yeah. it as good. Yeah. Neutral like a neutral good, good yeah. for sure. Which which is interesting because she sees herself as chaotic good because, mm-hmm. but she also sees herself as pragmatic good. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, I'm not going to break laws unless I need to. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to break laws just to break them. But if the laws are stupid or they're going to hurt people, of course I'm going to break them. It was really good to see that kind of growth there. Mm-hmm. Right? Is she going to be okay with this or not? And it was definitely anybody who was lawful good would never even entertain it. And she did entertain the idea. She en- she entertained it very strongly where she was like, this is what you did to my people. This is what you did to my uncle who I had to kill mm-hmm. because of what you, specifically you, specifically. did to my uncle. And she very seriously considered an eye for an eye, a tooth for a tooth. And then she was like, but that's not me. Mm. We're going we're gonna to open it up. Yeah. Please. To, uh, I, I, we've been focusing way too much on me. <laughs> wonderful answers. Thank you. Thank you for them. I, I like how one kind of flowed right into the other. It's interesting that way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we're going to take this one from Rex A676. How do you unwind after a show? <laughs> we'll start over here. Oh, sh- <laughs> I unwind with a long drive back home. Mm. Um, Same though. Usually, uh, I, I. How do I unwind? Uh, so. The show, my 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 job is like very intense uh, in terms of like programming and logistics and stuff like that. Um, and then when I come here, this is very intense on the opposite spectrum in terms of like creative, um, which is great. So when I get home, um, I unwind by just like letting the light of the computer just like wash over me. <laughs> Mindless gaming. Mm-hmm. I play League of Legends, um, unfortunately. Um, Why unfortunately? Because it's like one of the most toxic communities. Oh. Oh. I know that feeling though. That was Rick and Morty. There's <laughs> <laughs> also the BBC Sherlock fandom. Uh, but it's, um, yeah, I. I'd say I smoke weed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that helps dumb things down a lot. Yeah. yeah. No, there's nothing. There's no depth here. <laughs> I smoke weed. I play video games. That's how I do. Oh Fair. man, <laughs> <laughs> living my best life. <laughs> hey, um, avocados won Ooh. the Nord Games book. Congratulations! <laughs> You're such a millennial, we can tell. I love you so much on toast. (laughs) (laughs) So good. Just so Mm. good by yourself, too. Salt, maybe some lime. Mm. Let's go to to you. How do you unwind after a show? Uh, um, Drive home. (laughs) I live very far away. Um, Sometimes it takes up to like two hours. Oh my god. More to get home. So yeah, it's a long drive. We do it for you. Well, we do it. We do it for you. Yeah. 
worth it. Uh, yeah, and totally for us, for this, man. Right. Yeah, no, this, I, this, this, this is, is like this community this that we've built in here. This is a studio family here. I, <clears throat> I love being here. I love everybody here. Um, we are all actually, I th I'd like to think anyways, amazing friends and you know, really supportive of each other. Mm -hmm. It's really important to me. Maybe um, we're at my birthday. <laughs> yes. Yeah. My voice was wrecked for several days after that. <laughs> I know, I, I know that more, I didn't celebrate my birthday. <laughs> eventually, though. I still haven't done anything for my birthday, I hear you. Yeah. Are you kidding? Not for lack of trying. <laughs> <laughs> Tolkien movie, we need to do that. Anyways, um, yeah, how do I unwind? Uh, I watch a lot of NCIS. And I write, because I too am also a writer. Fair. So, and I play music, like at 3 a.m. Nice. The neighbors <laughs> love you. Huh? <laughs> the neighbors love you. Actually, no one hears me. Oh really? Yeah. Man, consider me I jealous. Yeah. No one hears me. I'm not a loud player. I play guitar and piano, and I sing. I, I don't oh. know if that's really a. Oh, that kind of playing music. Oh. Yeah. 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 You know, I don't uh. sing very. You know, it's not. It's not like you know, bunch of drums and like you know, it's not like that. Yeah, it's I'm just, just picturing know. drums and like shredding on an electric guitar. <laughs> At the same yeah. time, Camp facing the floor. Do you like, know who I am? <laughs> no. Um, I mean, I know I sing a lot of Queen, but there you go. Uh, you know, um, but yeah, that's really it. I just I like I watch shows, um, and I, I do a lot of writing and I sing and mm -hmm. I think a lot because there's nothing. I'm the exact opposite. I think way too much. So. <laughs> Not enough. Unfortunately. It's your uh, yeah. <laughs> no, it makes me crazy. Uh, crazy. Do not. <laughs> I, I was going to say to to you, sir. I cannot. Now that you mentioned Queen, I cannot think of the song "Killer Queen" without thinking of you singing. <laughs> like it's just ingrained in my memory. It was now. so good. It was, it was I, so good. I, I put it on because I thought it, I thought it was going to be like you know like let's everybody sing along and there's only one mic. I forgot that fact. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> there were only two mics, but still, and I was just okay. I mean, it well, did turn into a sing along though. Oh yeah, no, well, yeah. that was the best not, part. It's Queen, right? Yeah. You have to. But, but yeah. um, uh, for those who don't know, for my birthday, uh, we went out to do some karaoke. It was so and, much fun. Uh, yeah, we yeah. spit fat beats into that mic. <laughs> I did do some Hamilton, and I'm so sorry for that. Uh, Why are you nice. apologizing? It was great. <laughs> What are you Thank talking you. about? You can Thank sing. You, you actually have a very good singing voice. You have a great voice. Thank you. Thank you. Actually, everyone there was was very, very, very good. <laughs> so it was it was wonderful too. To hey, years of lessons. Blow us out of the water. Yeah, wait till you see a real karaoke champ. We're gonna we're gonna go over here to Tiana. How do you unwind? Um. So generally, I'll I'll go and grab something to eat at one of the restaurants nearby that's still open, and just like sit and think about everything that's happened in the most in the most recent episode and just be like I also have a long drive home not not two hours long I didn't know that was holy crap that's crazy yeah. uh, I have I have a video game uh, music playlist that I just crank and roll the windows down because I need to stay awake on the drive home there and then uh, I play Neverwinter, cuddle, yeah. cuddle the cats, make a cup of tea. <laughs> awesome. I love Neverwinter. I go from playing D&D &D to playing D&D &D on the computer. <laughs> it's a great game. It's so much fun. And even worse, I made Andraste in Neverwinter. Right. That's right. <laughs> okay, so Alongside with Ted the Fighter. Occasionally, yes. It's yes. great fun. So I, I have uh, a level 70. Now they just raised the cap to 80, so i got to work on that when I have time. Time? Uh, What's that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, but I have I have uh, Remy the Fox on there, who's my who was my max level rogue, and uh, I also have Gale Stormborn on Neverwinter. Gale yes. oh. Stormborn, I miss Gale. He's got a little I companion that he has named Kismet. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's Gale and Kismet oh. adventure together. Yeah. That's 
perfect. Oh. But yeah, that's lucky they came across us in the desert. That was, that was. <laughs> very lucky for that. That was great. I loved it, like standing in front of the, yeah. the, the sandstorm and taking the brunt of it for everyone. I am really epic. upset I was not there for this. Oh man, it, it was just pisses it was me epic. off. <laughs> <laughs> it was. But yeah, that's the, that, that's what I do to unwind. I go and get something to eat because I always forget to eat before I come here. Mm. Mostly because I have to leave at like 4:30 from my house in order mm. to get here at a reasonable time because oh my god, traffic. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Traffic today was awful. <laughs> Coming awful. down here. It's pretty awful, yeah. Where's Nat we'll go over here. Um, I like to curl up with a nice book when I get home. What are you reading? Currently, um... That's why I know it. That is not a relaxing book, let me tell you right now. The Tall Half-Life was a joke that was Hey! Got it. I actually just finished Red Rising, and I'm starting Golden Star. Oh, snap. Pretty amazing. I know none of these. <laughs> it's a hierarchy kind of uh, commentary book. Oh, yeah. yeah, Red Rising is pretty Red good. Red Rising. I, I got a free copy outside of Pax Prime. The guy was like handing out free copies Love of that. his book just to generate. Awesome. It's yeah. It's a real page turner. Yeah. Like I couldn't put it down. Nice. <laughs> uh, let's go over here to you, sir. Boom. Uh, I just love talking about it. <laughs> I just oh, want yeah. to give this quickest answer. I just like talking about it. Fair. Uh, no, but uh, after each episode, though, when we're all just like really hyped from whatever happened, right. and we kind of just like talking about our favorite movies, I almost treat it like I would any movie after seeing it. It's just, what was your favorite part? What was your least favorite part? Yeah. What played well, what didn't? I Those those are really good moments to look back on and then talk about, and I don't know, just relive them. <laughs> How did you I like do last tonight? night's episode? <laughs> uh, I have some thoughts. <laughs> last night's episode was freaking crazy. I was so glad I got to be here and watch it live. There's, so it, does, it never feels like there's enough time to honestly talk about yeah. everything from each episode. Yeah. Like, even, directly after, <laughs> that is. Because there's always, like, days later I'm like, Oh crap, no! What <laughs> That's me sometimes weeks later. <laughs> Still, yeah. There's definitely things in episode one where I'm like, oh, I could have fixed that. There was, there was uh, in this last episode when, when we revealed the Frostworms, was a very big, important part to me uh, in it. The Frostworms were really cool. Yeah, I really wanted to be able to showcase the might of Uzlium. I really wanted uh, you guys to see just how much, like, they regulate it, but they also use it, and they are the ones who use it, and I wanted that to be burned into your brains. Fireball, lightning bolt, minute meteors going everywhere, you know what I mean? This kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. You know, misty step in, dimension door out type of thing. These guys, um, and all pristine white with these very, uh, you know, you know a frostworm when you see one, mm -hmm. and that's what they're going for. Maya right. was yeah. laughing. Yeah. Maya. Oh yeah, yeah. Very. Yeah. She's like, ah, this is what you get when you mess with Uzlam. Fucker. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, mean, I mean, to be fair, Dothel said exactly that when 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 dealing with the Drow artificer, witness the might of Uzlam. Right. Mm -hmm. Still one of my favorite phrases I've ever said in a in a campaign ever. <laughs> it's it's 100% part of the indoctrination for sure. Mm -hmm. The greatness of Uzlam. Yes. What it means to serve Uzlam. Now you fucked with Uzlam. <laughs> um, okay, uh, for myself, I'm, I'm right there with Warren. Um, it's weed and video games for me, 100%. I mean, Remy smokes herb in, in the game, and I, I did that, and I made a conscious choice. No matter what character I have in a game, you know, as a player character, this is going to be part of it. Whether in the game it's legal or illegal is, is because it's something I really believe in, right? Because I've, I've seen it uh, help myself out uh, through several different things, you know, chronic pain and, mm -hmm. and other, you know, issues that, that are helped by that kind of stuff. And I, 
I, from then on, I was like, yeah, this is this is going to be a thing. So when it comes to to trying to unwind after these intense sessions with everybody, whether it's with the Foxy regulars or whether it's with Nat One, um, it's it's one of the things I gotta I gotta take a nice indica, kind of calm down. I, I also like going over everything. Uh, mm. and, and, and so so yeah. It's, yeah. It, I, Tried smoking before sessions a few times. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't advise it. No, it's, like, it's way too intense, man. I want to relax. Like I can't like be wired up and relax. Your love for the halfling leaf has certainly addled your mind. It has a little bit. Exactly. <laughs> um, so Ted also gets pretty dank. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So in, in my world, there's actually one nation in particular that has the right climate, the best climate for growing herb, and it's one of their main exports. So um, any of the pirates will have it, uh, seafaring peoples. You just haven't run across it yet? Exactly. I'm just surprised. haven't brought it up. <laughs> exactly. I wish it was like on the island. I'm surprised we haven't run into it. I mean, Ted's not the kind that uh, necessarily would just always have it on him like Remy does. Well, <laughs> um, but uh, that's, that's for more like Remy's reasons <laughs> So, yeah. Yeah. Mm, makes sense. Um, okay, so so that's that. Uh, oh, goodness gracious. The Hefner... Hef, what'd you do? What'd you do? Has lost his goddamn mind. <laughs> a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, seriously. All right, has yeah. lost it again. Uh, <laughs> I mean, continuing to lose it. I mean, come on. They're good let's at finding fair. it. We love you, but let's be fair, you're a little insane. He's we awesome. You are awesome, awesome. Man. Yes. We love it. What do you do? Subbed ten more people. Oh my god. Ten more gift subs. My dude. Oh my gosh. Hef. Thank you, Hef. Thank you so much. You are our hero. Thank you. We we give you a very um not one salute. I will borrow this one. You. Dude, miss it. Also, um Um I I wanna see we're gonna have to do something. I think for the Hefner for, mm -hmm. for all of this. For I think so. Have yeah. To, oh, yeah. We have to do a thing. Sorry, it's going to happen. Too bad. Sorry, man. Spoilers. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Spoilers, Dobbin. Congratulations to everyone who got subbed. Yeah, congratulations. congratulations. Welcome to the chaos. Yes, mm -hmm. continue to, to watch. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be amazing. I love that name, or the tagline. Right. <laughs> I'm going to go right over here to, to you. I've got a couple of questions. Yes. That's um, good. Spot one of the ones that has the, the very least experience on, on the channel with tabletop RPGs. Um, how would you say the experience has, has been for you now, being in this in, in this group of very heavy role play um, sessions, um, and and how has that affected you as a, as a person? What what's your opinion, and how would you say it personally affected you? I would say it's a very rewarding experience playing with people that know it a little bit better, because I can kind of go off of like how let's say how Mayhem handles things, and. Uh, <laughs> Stop. <laughs> um, it is fun to play off of experienced characters because, uh, obviously, since I don't know certain things, it kind of gives me more ideas on how I can play my characters, how I can use, I don't know, just certain moments. Mm -hmm. uh, play off of certain things that I wouldn't necessarily have jumped in for. It kind of gives me the opportunity to explore certain things that I wouldn't have thought of. Mm -hmm. So. I don't have a specific example off the top of my head, but there are times when I notice that because of a certain action that one of the other players will do, I come up with something even better for my character. Mm -hmm. And that mm -hmm. that does build a little bit more confidence. So that's nice. Yeah. And and how would you say it's affected you personally as as uh, being being part of the, the group here and uh, playing mm -hmm. with them? 
people. I've gained a, a new friend group. I've gained a, a little family here. Mm -hmm. So it's <laughs> it is big change. It's a big change for me, and it is uh, it's been very boosting for my self esteem to be able to play a character that's confident and uh, being able to have this environment is it's different and I haven't had something this welcoming hmm. I'd say. Hmm. We're very happy to have you. Yeah. I'm happy to be here. It's <laughs> rare in a creative environment that you get to do something and no one critiques your choices mm -hmm. yeah. mm -hmm. um, and I'm really thankful for that here. Yeah. Uh, you can just play and your experience is uh, shared and it's not most cases not judged. Uh, I mean that in the best way. Um, yeah, sorry to not to no, no. take your question, but I, I completely sympathize or empathize. One of the sympathize. Yeah, sympathize. Sympathize. No. You're on film, and a director. Get out of my brain. Sorry, an empath. No, you're, when Sorry. you're on film, a director wants you to do it one way or another. If you're, it, can it's you impersonal. play this something other way? Or if you're writing, can I edit, you know, that mm -hmm. or this? But mm -hmm. like, mm -hmm. no, this is the character. This is how I project them. And like, yeah. and no one's going. Actually, I think Uko yeah. would. Yeah, piss <laughs> off. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I love basically. that about DM. It's I, yours. Yeah. Yeah, I actually got a, a DM from somebody who gave me like a decent character arc for Uzo. So I saw Uzo doing this, and I thought that was really cool. Um, I appreciated it. Um, I definitely didn't like push back on it, but I thought that was really cool. It wasn't in any way like a critique mm -hmm, or anything, mm -hmm. but yeah. That's really cool. It was just like a, here, here's where he could have go you, based yeah, on have what. you thought about this? Sure. Yeah. I try and do that with uh, my players on, on that one every now and then, like mm -hmm. with, with things that, that are happening. What, what does your character think about this? You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and never saying that you should do this, but, mm -hmm. but saying, have you thought about this? Because this is a thing that happened. Right, I think I've done that even with Remy and on. on oh, absolutely. Yeah, we've we, we've we've had conversations behind the scenes about about stuff with Remy and Andraste. Yeah, for sure. Um, let's let's segue to the next question for for Lauren, and uh, this is kind of for the both of you, <laughs> actually, Lauren and Aaron. Okay. Uh, so if if people don't know, you guys are married. Yes. Oh. <laughs> yes. Back for you. Back for you. Those of you uh, who joined in, that that is true. Yeah. Um, they surprise. are adorable. So freaking adorable. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I love these guys. We try not yeah, to shove it in people's faces, but, you know. No, their love is so sweet. <laughs> so, seriously. My question, my question to you guys is, uh, how did you feel like? about Natrix kissing mine? That's going to come up later. Sorry, I didn't know. That's going to come up later. Interesting plot twist. So, my question is, what is it like uh, as spouses? Um, can you separate being here from being at home? Do you guys talk about stuff together? And what is it like being here and actually playing alongside your spouse? How does that change the dynamic for you? Oh, wow, we could take, talk a lot about that. Ooh, this is, good, this is a great question. Um, he has no idea about a lot of Natrix's backstory, actually. I've told him pretty much nothing, which is pretty good for us, actually. We share a lot. Um, but. Uh, there have been really things that have been hard to keep secret from you and things that I've really wanted to share with you because I can't get to them yet. But um, I would say keeping them separate is not as easy as it looks because they'll be a part where I'm like, oh, this would be a cool thing to add and I want to like say it to someone. It's like he's your confidant. And yeah. But I can't tell him. Yeah. yeah. Uh. That's why I'm like randomly <laughs> shooting over like an idea to you and be like, huh? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> and usually it's like, 
Let's do that. Let's do that. This one has such a creative brain. It's fun. It's fun to watch her work. I do come up with a few interesting. I mean, so do you, Aaron? But oh, you know. <laughs> no, I love. I love playing off of her. Like she's awesome to play. Oh. With. And, How about and you? Uh, I think. Well, okay. So there's a history to my answer. Only in that we've watched so many things together, and that we kind of we we're like. We're gonna theorize about this show, but I also don't want to spoil it because I yeah. think we're gonna be right if we theorize this, right? So we're just like, we're gonna call this. We're gonna uh, plan we this out. We put a push pin in it. Yeah. <laughs> I call this. I'm not telling you what it is. Bye. But, but you like theory but why would she lie about it? Not off what, really. Self-fulfilling prophecy. Oh. Really. That really is. How so? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but you don't tell each other what what, what you're theorizing. Nope. No. Uh, so, that, so it can't be a self-fulfilling prophecy if they don't tell each other. They can still steer the I show. I don't think it's so. It's for a show. We give each other like a, hmm. But Honest, it's nothing <laughs> past that. I, she doesn't even know what's like the the sheet, you know? I don't, oh man, I gotta <laughs> say things. I can't say oh, Don't say things. Dang don't it. Say but things. I can't, but it's obvious. Basic, you know, like Mayhem's been having his sword shield this whole, sheathed this whole time. Yes. And who knows it could be under that thing? Could be a dragon, who for all knows. You still haven't asked what the amulet looks like. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's a jackal. <laughs> I, I think uh, we keep a good balance at, at like not trying to metagame it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Even if we learn something, it's not like too vital. But uh, I think we take great. Uh, excitement and joy out of like ex surprising each other with whatever the plot yeah, twist sure. or whatever it's going. To be. <laughs> like we'll put a pin in. I don't know why you any either of us would lie about what the what that pin may be, but <laughs> we won't. But uh, uh, husband's honor. But <laughs> I see. But when we finally get to those points where we reveal it, it's just it just makes it that much more uh, exciting. Yeah. For us, I think that's that's, cool. that's a, it's a good balance we have to keep. And and what is it like playing? Next to her here on the day. Hmm. Wait, 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 what? When you're sitting next to each other at the table, yeah, what's yeah. that like? How does that change the dynamic for you from playing anywhere else? Uh, I don't know. I feel it makes me more comfortable. I, mm -hmm. I don't think it honestly changes me negatively. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, it, it makes me upset. I'm stressed <laughs> out. You have a great job. <laughs> See the thing she says? <laughs> it's all supportive. And <laughs> How dare support your husband. I always love the looks every now and then that you'll get from Natrix. Like, or really, come on. <laughs> like, come on, dude. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, really. <laughs> I'm his better half. I, 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 That's I, a mood. That's my, a mood there. My favorite moments are her combating mayhem and being that demon's advocate, oh, yeah. you know, playing on uh, his shoulder. It's awesome. You're the little church. Mouse like choir boy, and I'm just like, you sure you want to do that? How do I corrupt this? How do I taint this? <laughs> In game, the golden dragon board. Clearly. <laughs> How does Rod taint that? That. <laughs> that, whole, that whole honor thing, though. Oh, yeah. Honra. Okay. Oh. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was a big left turn for me. Uh, was not in the cards until that moment. It was a good moment. That's fair. I'm, I'm glad though. that you didn't hate me for it. I was worried. Well, here's, here's the thing. Good. Uh, it's a story. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Exactly. Well, that's the thing about stories. They will ask. break you. The best stories break you and leave you crying, and then eventually maybe fix it. <laughs> hey, maybe. That's, that's the word I'm looking for here. That's not why I like Breaking Bad. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I like the Dark Tower series. Oh. It shatters I love, me. Oh my god. You and I could talk for days. Book seven. We are gonna have, Book seven, I just we're gonna like sob. We're gonna talk about it. <laughs> you and yes. I are gonna talk about it. What about Pennywise? <laughs> Avocado says gifted a sob. <gasps> cool. Continuing that's awesome. the sharing of the love. Yay. Oh, Goodbye. Vibes. Thank you. All the good vibes. Thank you. <laughs>
goodness gracious, that's that's lovely. That's community. <laughs> yeah, right. So beautiful. All right, uh, let's take one from the community now, shall we? All right. Um, hmm. Here's an interesting one. How would the Foxy regulars handle mayhem? <laughs> First and foremost, let's ask that by three fingers sixty. This is a two-part question. First one is, how would the Foxy regulars handle mayhem? Hmm. Where do we want to start with this one? I, I think he's a damn fool, really. I mean, honestly, honestly, it's it's kill or be killed in this world, and uh, if if you don't understand that, well, you should stay in your whatever paladin's temple or something. <laughs> Stay preaching. Don't put on the sword and shield and gallivant about like you're not. Ruckus, what do you think? Uh, yeah, okay. I'm a little surprised by that answer. And actually, I'm super interested to hear what everyone says because mm-hmm. I think I think he would mesh better than Ruckus, honestly. You I think? Mean, only because uh, I just feel like he's he, just being such a gentle giant he can help everybody feel a little bit nicer about themselves instead of this one, who uh, just really doesn't really care about that. He's just thinking, this guy looks totally like he could be eviscerated, and I think I can accomplish that. <laughs> but Mayhem might step in and stop him. <laughs> I think that I would not trade Rakis for, for Mayhem because Rakis contributes so much to our, to our friendship and our group. But I do not think we would find Mayhem to be a bother or, a, or an enemy in any way. I think he would get along with us, and he is more than welcome at the irregular tavern mm-hmm. for a drink at any time. I agree with that. I just think that we would have some talks to, to be had, and I would probably give you a hard time the whole time about it, <laughs> and, and, and make fun of you for it. Uh, are you doing Remy the DM then? Because you <laughs> <laughs> putting mayhem through his paces. <laughs> I, I, I think I rather admire him, because, um, Prior to being chosen by by Lyra, I never really considered much in the way of religion, and I'm learning what um, serving Lyra means to me. So finding someone who is so steadfast in his beliefs is really inspiring, to be perfectly honest. I, I agree with Remy to a certain extent. Go ahead, make your tally mark. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> you know I agree with you fairly frequently. <laughs> I do agree to a certain extent that I'm, I'm much more pragmatic than I think uh, Mayhem is in that some people just need killing. But I also think that um, tempering the some people need killing with compassion is really admirable, and I appreciate that. So I think I think that I and Mayhem would get on quite well, and possibly have some very deep conversations about our, our deities. That's what it is. I, yeah. think I it agree. Would really help us grow I because because it would challenge all of us yes. in very different ways. I think around like the campfire sort of storytelling thing. I think if Mayhem was in around, we would definitely have very deep philosophical questions. Mm-hmm. And we would probably uh, be debates. up late night yeah. talking about our deities. Those yeah. conversations could be their own episodes. Yeah. Right? <laughs> They'd be really fascinating. I have been thinking about Mayhem and Andraste, though, a lot. So like, have I, actually. Just con- like, just how they would get along. Mm-hmm. I, I like that. I like and that I think in a lot of ways they would get on really well. She's much more pragmatic than he is because she's very much, sometimes there there is no redemption. Sometimes someone needs to die. But... How how far how how far into compassion could she be pushed mm-hmm. by listening to mayhem? 
He'd, drip, he'd try to push, he'd keep pushing. And he would, <laughs> to the point where she might hesitate at the wrong moment, it could be interesting. Though I don't know if the Foxy Irregulars would challenge Mayhem as much as the, the Nat 1 crew. Certainly not. Yeah. I, I, th I think Remy would probably push him the hardest. Yeah. Of all of us. Mm -hmm. um, or if he was around when Uzo tried to murder someone. <laughs> <laughs> None of us were around when Uzo murdered someone. Uzo has been we will never find out about that. Dispensing justice through Waterdeep his <laughs> yeah. entire life. Uh huh. Like, that Add that to the tally of unsolved crime. I just remember my, my reaction when when you were like, and I dropped them out the window like that. I was I just yeah. like. I was watching this with my mouth hanging open, going, "Oh shit!" I was, I was. Shit. When no one came back in the window, came back with me, I was like, "Really? All right." All I, right. I thought Let's I was wearing we it on this. my skin. I didn't. I didn't think I like. I don't know what you guys thought was gonna happen. I, when, when, when you said you were going back, I knew it was going to happen. Okay. I, when, the moment you said, I go back, I was like, oh no, he's alone <laughs> with her. She's unconscious. Fuck. Yeah. No, he's gonna tie her crazy. up safely. Nope. I knew, I, I, see, I, see, I knew better. I knew better than that because he was so pissed off about her using a spell slot. <laughs> so we're gonna get back on track. Sorry. Real quick, uh, the second part of this question. How would Nat, the Nat One group Handle ruckus. Oh my. <laughs> I feel like me and him would get along quite well. Probably. <laughs> We'd be quite a ruckus around town. As if you aren't. <laughs> I would pay to watch that. Ooh. Ruckus just fell in love again. It'd <laughs> <laughs> be trouble. Yeah. For the first time. So I have to say something, like, actually, as, as EO, because EO is like, please let me speak. Let me speak. Please, please, could I please say something? <laughs> So he talks a lot in my head, guys. <laughs> <laughs> he always, he's actually really mad that he's not in that one, <laughs> you know? Um, he's so pissed off. Well, anyway, so um, Maya, I think Maya would actually get along with Ruckus pretty well. He's easy, he'd be easy to handle for her because she wouldn't have to get all these emotions about things. Mm -hmm. Very simple beast, really. Just right, kill, exactly. Eat and Here, kill go kill that thing. Okay, yeah, good. Yeah, but the, pro <laughs> but the problem is yeah. when, when, when he starts being emotional, he he takes everyone off guard with like okay, a nat twenty insight check. Well, it's, it's even then though. It's more repressed. Like he knows that he read that thought. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he, and he's gonna keep that to himself until he needs to. But uh, going back, Eo, in dealing with mayhem. You would first, you know, hit on, hit on, uh, mayhem as you do, mm -hmm. but actually, mayhem and EO actually have very, very similar ideas about things. Mm. They're both very idealistic. Mayhem doesn't want to kill anybody. Neither does EO. EO does not believe in killing. He always believes there's another way. He refuses to kill. Like, well, but Sebastian can do it for him. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't, okay, to be fair though, he actually did not say Sebastian kill that person. He said you sure. should be dead. Yeah, you deserve death. You deserve to die mm -hmm. for what you've done. Hint, but hint. I'm not gonna. But not. No, it wasn't a hint. Hint. It was him being mad, so upset and so betrayed. He goes, I don't want to kill you because I care about you. Mm. But you, what you have done has so deeply injured me and hurt me, and not only that, hurt other people around you. You deserve to die, but I don't want to kill you. I don't want you to die. And then Sebastian was like, yes. Yeah, <laughs> I want you to think about what you've done, but it was just, he was everywhere. so angry. That was like, 
the closest he ever, I mean, he, when he threw that knife, it was not to kill him. It mm. was to prove a point. Mm -hmm. It was to say, I could kill you if I want. I'm not going to, because I, you're not even, you're not, you're not worth it. You deserve it, but you're not worth it. Mm. This is how much you've hurt me. Mm. So, so, and then Sebastian took it as, you know, her point <laughs> to do so. So, so. And so you think that that aspect, we get on really well with Mayhem? Yeah, I do think, which for what? Sorry. For not the, 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 the not killing. Yeah, for with that for EO, I mean, it was interesting because having discussions, like he thought that killing, they're a necessary killing, you know, but he personally, he didn't actually believe in killing. Mm. He really didn't. He believed in justice. He believed that the good should win. Do you believe about following laws? No. <laughs> But in the sense of like only because like there are some laws that are corrupt and should not be followed. Like the idea of the law scale, how corrupt they were. Like he was like, I have friends who are law scale. I know the law scale. And then they completely and utterly continued to fail him. And he's like, I can't believe in you. I can't trust you anymore. You guys are the bad guys. I can't. Why? I mean, that was his whole idea of things. But that's kind of what it is. And, and the fact that. I mean, he, the, the gods he, he follows are the gods of art and love. So he does not believe in killing. Like, he always believed there was another way. He hated the fact that we killed people. Mm -hmm. um, like, Sebastian, he was just like, why did you do that? Like, I mean, when he spoke, and then when Sebastian blew up the ship, he's like, you didn't even tell me. Like, why did you do that? Mm. And that we also opened up some liked really... him a lot. <laughs> <laughs> so did Io. You know, because Io actually considered Sebastian to be a brother to him. Mm. And that was why he was so upset when Sebastian went and did that. And it was not, he cared so deeply for everybody on the crew. Mm -hmm. That was something, I mean, that's why he was so pissed off at everybody. So that's just, I just wanted to say that Io had to, he had to get that out. But Maya yes, and he, Ruckus, on the other hand, would be peas and Peas in a pod, right? <laughs> <laughs> right, you say this, but um, probably, probably, maybe. Nice. You're, you're controlled. You're controlled. You're controlled. Um, ruckus would be controlled mayhem. <laughs> like, go kill that person. Good. <laughs> I think Ruckus would just push the rest of the team forward. Like, in well, I mean, like he wouldn't. There wouldn't be this stopping force uh, to prevent. Wait, is mayhem included in this yes. question? Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. Oh wow, they're not gonna like each other. No, they're <laughs> not. <laughs> I, mean, I believe it. I actually completely believe it. You are you're, but, you're very Jekyll and Hyde but, in that aspect. If a, I can do a it. really good arc um, for the story of both of those characters to learn from each other and come closer yeah. together mm -hmm. to the Aaron Acosta, but also Flores. <laughs> <laughs> you remember? I do. I do. <laughs> um, we're gonna keep we're gonna keep moving. Thank you for a great question. Uh, mm -hmm. Three finger sixty. Really, awesome. really appreciate Solid. it. Yeah, that was a good one. Mm -hmm. uh, we're gonna go over to Aaron now. Okay. All okay. Right. Right. Okay. So this is this is kind of the on the nose <laughs> question here for you. Is it hard to stick to your ideals in character, even if it goes against the group's goals? And we've seen this mm -hmm. with Mayhem, but I'd also like to know about Ruckus. Yeah. Mm -hmm. How would how would that work with Ruckus as well? I think uh, just making the wrong judgment call. We haven't evidently Ruckus's intelligence, as I forgot, is pretty high. It's confusingly high. It's higher than Andraste's. This Dude, terrifies me. Ruckus is like 
pretty the smart. 14. Yeah. It's right. higher than Mayhem's. I should have rethought that. But it takes it a is smart guy is. to play a fool, and Ruckus has got us all. <laughs> yeah, beat in I the think head. that's really interesting. Well, it's the so way focused you on play killing. It, right? Yeah. There, there are things that, that you reveal, like I can mm. speak Elvish, that we had no idea. Like, we, we, we were talking about this beforehand. Literally. We, we just had no idea. <laughs> it's whatsoever. like a bomb went off. Right? I was like, what? There was <laughs> so much. <laughs> there were slight hints at that when I was like, uh, I can't, I think I. I'm not like, sure if I said it as character. It was but, the book. Yeah, no, it was the book, but it was even earlier when you first had it, and yeah. it was just kind of like leafing through over mm -hmm. your shoulder at it, and he was like, oh, that's weird. Like, it came up before. There's an episode, well, but I can't yeah. remember specifically. Episode 20, we were... actually, because I just watched this one, where you actually said that you that, that you read the title, and you started to say it, and the then tall. went, and, and, and then yeah. said, yeah. oh, the tall turd. <laughs> Not my best improv moment. Hopping <laughs> <laughs> <Very> ruckus. Hopping <laughs> ruckus. Ruckus. out of character for a second. Like, that was, like, that's a that's a testament to, like, Aaron, the, the actor. Like, amazing playing there because, like, all the subtleties were there, mm -hmm. right? And we just missed them. Yeah. We really did just miss them. Like, uh -huh. that's tip my hat, man. Yeah. Tip of the cap, yeah. sir. Tip of the cap. That's, like, that, that's my favorite part. That's why I really, really believe at home there's, like, this separation between you guys. You, you don't see. Yeah. You'll find out. Oh, no. She's like, you'll find out. And I'm like, oh my god. I'm not gonna love you. And we're all looking forward to finding out. <laughs> I like it. Um, how about for Mayhem? How's, how's that struggle? Um, oh wait, did I answer? I think... Uh, there's... Sorry, uh, one more thing on Ruckus. Oh, yeah, yeah, I think he would... When we get into more people that he's personally pissed off with, we'll see some decisions that may come to bite us. Like, sure. let's just say if Mayhem was... Uh, or if Ruckus was Mayhem when Gron did what he did, hmm. I don't think anyone would have stopped him, and I don't think anybody could have stopped him. I think, uh, but as may, as may... The DM could have. I don't... <laughs> I believe him, but I'm gonna say it. Yes, yes, the DM is God. It's always the way it goes. <laughs> Actually, I really wanted that to just kind of play out. I wanted to put you in that situation, see what you would do, see what, if, if you would actually try and attack right there, um, see what would happen. Would your party members stop you? Sure enough, they did. I was hoping they would. <laughs> <laughs> may have, I, he was moving on instinct. Um, I, I, I love the conflict as either character. Just being able to combat something, um, whether it's a smart decision or a, a, a moral, ethical decision. Mm -hmm. um, as Mayhem, I would say it's just—it's as simple as him just wanting to stick to his ideals. And regardless of this person, this thing that we're fighting, I'll give it a second chance. I feel like everything's out that. And um, yeah, I don't know. I just—I uh, love the positions we've been put in where I have to say that and mm -hmm. and stick to that even more. Mm -hmm. It's been great. Um, and for Mayhem. Oh, that was, uh, oh, that was yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the other half was Mayhem. No, no, it was oh. Mayhem, yeah. Oh. Uh, I think you can't, try and push him to kill. And you're ter it's terrifying how you're gonna try and push me. I, 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 I like that. Honest, I like that real close. That what I have planned for Mayhem, I think you're really going to enjoy, and it spans several story arcs, and <laughs> I think it's going to be really, really interesting. Mayhem survives for several story arcs. All right. <laughs> oh, I yeah. That's what I planned. We can go the way of Onra. We'll figure it out. <laughs> Over Maya's dead body. Very likely. Over Onra's dead body. <laughs> Over Onra's dead body. <laughs>
No, I'm no, sorry. Just over my, no. Okay. I'm sorry. It's really okay. amazing the level of prote like protectiveness that she has gained over Ma'am. It's been very interesting. <laughs> well, and and and, and 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 that's an interesting parallel between Maya and Andraste, even though they're completely different in every other aspect. Oh, yeah. Andraste is really protective of Ruckus. He 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 is her little brother, even though he's like a foot taller than her. <laughs> Actually, I haven't he's said this for in the show. reasons. Sure, oh, but yeah, it's yeah. a very yeah. protective sense of you touch them, I will murder your face off. Mm -hmm. I love the um, the the protective dynamic between uh, both shows. Mm -hmm. uh, I was also going to say I just remember that when the brother sister uh, idea came about, it, it worked surprisingly well. Mm -hmm. I was that was one of my favorite parts. In fact, one of the cantrips um, told the dead. It, I don't think it's there's a way. I mean, it could be brought up, but I'll just say it yeah, because it's not like a life or anyway. I thought told the dead. Remember the there's one episode where Ruckus and Andraste just spend a night talking and trying to learn more about each other. Mm -hmm. I think that was a, a good bonding moment, and I think that was also a moment where he kind of learned, uh, where you started sharing more similarities. Yeah, and uh, where told the dead kind of like, because I'd, I'd say up until this point he's still figuring out his magic abilities. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So with uh, with your help, it, it came into. Fruition, yeah, and, and Toll the Dead is one of the cantrips that Andraste's had pretty much since the beginning. So the fact that he picked it up. <laughs> and if you paid attention to the D&D Beyond, you'll just see one of those cantrips popping in and out. Because I, <laughs> I never used it. <laughs> but... Yeah, yeah. I was like, no, that one's not good. That's not gonna do it. That's not gonna do it. We had a lot of we had a lot of conversations about what that cantrip was gonna be. It was like mid show, probably like whispering, like, what do you think about that? Yeah. <laughs> no, there was a couple conversations where I leaned over and went, uh, you're right. <laughs> um, get something. You never know when you'll be able to throw it in the DM face. Oh. Yeah, speak with animals. <laughs> <laughs> oh my I'm god, let me tell you. Very careful about what I give people as a DM. I'm very careful because I've seen this stuff. <laughs> it's really hard when you speak with animals sometimes. Oh, poor you. Spiders. <laughs> <laughs> I should start talking to the ants. Let's see how many voices Thomas can come up with. <laughs> <laughs> watching. I think he is. Just Alan just gleefully <laughs> just stopping all these poor sand eels like near tears, like, oh my gosh, it screams, I can't get them out of my head. <laughs> I, I want to ask a question from from the uh, we'll, we'll come back to one more for you, but mm -hmm. uh, I want to ask a question from the, the community real quick. Um, I think this is mainly at me, so we don't have to go around the table, but we can discuss it. Um, have you ever thought of an even level fight with everyone in a one-shot? And the truth is I have 100% thought about it. I've thought about doing a crossover to see if we could do like a three-on-three. -three. Like, let's take three Foxy Irregulars and pit them against three... Natters. Uh, one. Yeah, <laughs> That'd be um, interesting. And and see where that goes. Uh, I've also thought, hey, if we could bring in like other people from from like maybe Ukador, if we could like mm. get that together mm. and do a, a crossover Ukador quest and chaos type thing, I thought that would be a lot of fun. Make it happen. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so battle royale. It would be a battle royale, or you could do teams and see what happens, what combos. Uh, in particular, there was some talk that we had done previously about uh, the possibility of certain characters. Uh, going at it, yeah, uh, and it would be really interesting to see. It would be very, very interesting to see. I have had that thought um, specifically towards Remy um, because of our first encounter. <laughs> yeah. Sure. So whenever like the Foxy Irregulars, like we were talking about Samurai Champloo, mm -hmm. and like, not a spoiler, <laughs> one of the last scenes was when they're both battered after like the main mission, and they're like, mm -hmm. hey, 
we've got a we've got a score to settle. You know? <laughs> <laughs> they never really found out who was the better fighter, and we mm-hmm. never really got to settle right. that. And that's mm-hmm. always been in Uzo's mind. And I, I think, like in his like imagery, at the end of whatever our quest is, mm-hmm. he, he like pulls his spear out, he draws a line in the sand, and he's like, first blood loses. <laughs> Let's go into the forest real quick. Who's with that? So I have I've thought about that as well. That's Sorry. cool. I, I would love to do it. I've seen some of the uh, critical role stuff that they had. Uh, I really liked the idea of of the arena that they did there, where you have like traps and fire shooting and maybe an acid pit or something like that. <laughs> some some dangerous stuff to make like stuff that Ruckus might do. Um, with with his pushing or something like that, oh. grab his shield out and <laughs> knock shield someone, someone over. Sure. Exactly, um, awesome. to to make that a little more effective and and whatnot. So I think that we could do something really really fun. Yeah. with with that. So, thanks for the great <laughs> question. Like a yeah. Star Trek episode. I'm sorry, Jim, but if we don't fight to the death, they will kill us both. And lock time. Goodbye. Well, and, and 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 when we were talking about <laughs> when when we were talking about a possible conflict between the Foxy irregulars. Um, Tiana the player, Andraste has never even entertained this idea. But Tiana the player was like, how would Andraste do against her 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 teammates? And I think she'd hold her own reasonably well at the level that, that we're at right now. I think so. I don't know. I it's think a Andraste battle royale. Well. What did I she? I don't know who the winner is. Hmm? I was about to say, how much damage did you do most recently? <laughs> 52. Okay. But so I, she's got a good chance. But I critted. Yeah. So, like, I would have to crit in order to get that kind of damage. Is that a level three spell? Yeah. No, well, yes, it, it, it was a level three guiding bolt, so it's a first level spell. Counter spell. <laughs> yeah, but you can only do that once. We can do it as many times as number one, he has a reaction, but also as many slots for that spell. Uh, it's a third level spell, though, isn't it? Two. He has two slots. All of his slots are second level at this point, or third level. Third level. Third level. Really? All of his slots. He has two slots. That's how warlocks work. All of them are at third level. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I've got. Nine spell slots. That's true. And I'm uh, and I and I have multiple cantrips, so you we can go. Won't last nine turns. There it is, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta see this. Here's the truth, Remy would, because I already have a strategy to kill you all. You're the Batman. You have the justice. You think the former street urchin hasn't like completely thought about like? If things go haywire, is Andrade really the only wild. one who hasn't thought about this? Maybe I don't know. Maybe Ruckus. <laughs> yeah, I've thought about it. <laughs> <laughs> she, really, she really is the innocent here. You know, outside, of, I mean, metagaming. I just the way you build your characters. I'm afraid of who, like uh, fear spoilers. Any character up against any one of my characters, specifically against any one of Bo's characters, just because of how we build, mm-hmm. you know, like their stats differently. Yeah, I just gotta go with the flow. <laughs> yeah, I'm very much a min maxer. Yeah. Um, we didn't ask this at the table, but I, I when I create a character, I will um, first and foremost say, well, what sounds cool? What do I want to do? Um, and and choose a class. So with Remy, it was like I want to be a rogue, and oh, let's see. Halfling rogue would be great because of certain abilities that you get with that, which mm-hmm. he has exploited the fuck out of. He really <laughs> has. Hide behind yes, a person, gain advantage, you know, move through people's mm-hmm. space very easily. Um, Halfling rogues are fun. Yes. I've one. And, and in particular, um, the swashbuckler. Mm-hmm. I, I said, oh, this would be a great, mm-hmm. a halfling pirate. Yes, 
absolutely a pirate. Oh, and by the way, this is what I'm going to do with him. So I try and take the concepts and see what I can min-max there within them and make whatever concept I have the absolute best. I have, I have built uh, a number of builds that I've never even played, right? But I was like, this is what I would do. Mm -hmm. For, for a, a barbarian, oh, you better watch out. You think Ted's bad? Oh my god, imagine if I gave Ted, you know what, nope. imagine if I gave Ted three levels in Barbarian and now he rages, <laughs> right? Yeah. Takes half damage against everything but Psychic. Oh, oh come on. Gosh. Yes, yes, it would be ridiculous. That would be ridiculous. Yeah. That's yeah. good exercise, so I should just like, anyone should just like create a character out yeah. of practice and like set them to a level and see mm -hmm. what they... How they what they can do with that. it, yeah. and how yeah. to build it. Like, mm -hmm. like I, I tweeted the other I day, I, I built Remy out to level 13. Which was really cool to look at. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, it's scary. Yeah. It's scary stuff. We're talking like 3d8 plus 5d6 plus critting on 19s. Like, it's, it's ridiculous. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Every attack. Yeah. <laughs> every attack. And advantage on every attack. And he's got 35 movement. And, like, it's... I'm really bad at min-maxing characters. Oh, yeah? yeah? I'm all about character. Like, it's all about what is the character, what is the story, because as a writer, I can't help it. <laughs> but it's all about, like, what is this character, what is their motivation, what inspires them, what scares them. It, it's more about the character's flaws and strengths that are more important mm -hmm. to me. Yeah, I get that. And what, I mean, and that's kind of, that's how I built Ia, that's how I built Maya. I mean, like, you and I talked heavily about Maya mm -hmm. beforehand, about everything in, in secret because of course you know we built up this really I mean there's still a lot that needs to be worked out in certain places but we there's still already, a lot that you don't even know right that's there's that, already, that, that there's already a lot that um, you know that was put in that and a lot of that had to do with ideas of like this is the character this is what I want to explore mm -hmm. in that character mm -hmm. not necessarily like Absolutely. what spells can I use what is that so it's it's an interesting so my characters may not be min-maxed in the most... Which is absolutely form, fine, but, you know, there's different yeah. styles for, for everyone, but as long they, as you're enjoying the game. They are depth, yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's what's important. But I like to think they have depth. Yeah. And that, that I like to think shows. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, we're going to, let's see, get back to you now for this question. We're going to ask this of the table mm. as well. Um, good segue from that. What is the most important aspect of the game for you as a player? I could not relate more, because I'm also bad at figuring out mid-maxing. Mm -hmm. I think I'm maybe thinking a little head at level six for Ruckus. <laughs> we're, at level, oh. we're, we're at level five, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, so I think the the impo most important part is the role play, you know, mm -hmm. the improv environment. Like, what character would play best with, uh, most likely any group. I mean, before we really didn't know what we were getting into, uh, like, well, gameplay-wise. Sure. <laughs> but uh, it was. It's just. I just w like figuring out what character would be more entertaining to kind of everybody be like, well, why would you like? I I love when you two were just at one episode. You never know what he's gonna do next. <laughs> and it's my favorite but part. But you can count on Ruckus to be Ruckus. Uh, oh yeah. Whatever yeah. the hell that means. Predictably <laughs> unpredictable. Yes. yes. When we were Wild Chorus, and we were like, You're what should we do? And it's like, screw that. What would Ruckus do? Yeah. <laughs> and like, I was like, this is this is the dice roll that we've been waiting for. Yeah. Throwing a bunch of animals. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, 
I love that. <laughs> Naming all those animals, that was so much fun. See, that's why also I think we should we need to get him more magical items and hopefully <laughs> more different bags of tricks to keep naming things. <laughs> the, the magic items you choose, I feel, are, are very, very important too because they add so much to the character, like the, the slippers of spider climb. Yes. Right? Yes. Added so much. Right. It helps me. This every... bag of tricks has added so much to the Foxy Ray. Mm -hmm. The butter knife. The butter knife. The butter knife. The butter knife. <laughs> I'm trying to remember. Was this taken or gifted? No, was no. Gifted? It was gifted to you, you because said... we were all buying silvered weapons, and you and, and, and you, uh, and you yeah. asked. Yeah. Your... Just, just give me whatever your cheapest silver weapon yep. is, and there it was. Uh -huh. a freaking butter knife. He smirked when he did it. I remember that. He did. <laughs> and, then, and then we were all like, he did it. He did. He, he did what? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would definitely uh, final answer just the improv of it, like the yes and too, mm -hmm. like everybody being in character and just going like yes, I would do that as this, I would do that as this. It's it's amazing. That's my favorite part of it. Yeah, mm -hmm. absolutely. Thank you. Let's move on here. I would say I share the similar sentiment. Um, finding that like a certain persona that you want to em like embody and kind of um, like basing a character off of something that you love or something that you want to be, having that, like, that ideal and uh, being able to kind of be that for a minute, be able to, like, change who you are in a moment, mm -hmm. it's nice because, it, again, you can be whoever you want to be. You don't have to be constrained by who you are. Mm -hmm. You can choose who you are. And that's a beautiful thing. I agree. I love that about the game. Yeah. It, it really, really is is one of the most important aspects for sure. Yeah. What about you, Tiana? I'm gonna sound like a broken record repeating <laughs> everyone else. See if you can do it verbatim. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I, I also I, I play video games, um, but I'm very particular about which video games I'm really into, and the ones that really capture me are the ones that are heavily story and character based. So it's Dragon Age, it's Persona yes. 5. Persona. It's, it's, it's the Persona series, but Persona 5 was the one that dropped me into obsession. Um, and I enjoy playing Neverwinter, but I'm not into it like I am with, with other games because... It's very different. Right. It is. It's, MMO, it's very. An MMO usually doesn't give you the experience of, of a regular RPG. Of a story. Except for uh, the Old Republic. I'll take your word for that. I haven't played it. Same. Kotar. Oh, yeah. Kotar. Oh, it's, it's Bioware. It's Bioware. It's Bioware. So. And Bioware's yeah, real good at that. Like, Mass Effect. And, um, it's very much like that, but in MMO. <laughs> yeah. So, the story and the characters are really important to me. And, I mean, I came into what became the Chaos Agents not knowing anyone. I came in because of an audition. I hadn't met anyone except Thomas and Amy outside of the audition. And I came in and was like, what do I do? <laughs> who are these people? Who are around me? And then they, uh, gradually over the last, what is it now, eight months, seven, eight months? Oh, it's flown by. It really has. Yeah. They've. Th this has become one of the most, probably the most important part of my week, to be perfectly honest, because of the characters that we have created because of the relationships that we have formed as a as a studio family. Mm -hmm. Like, y'all are really important to me. So, I, I, I think... <laughs> thing. I, I, I think the most important parts of, of the game for me are building the relationships with my friends. Because, I mean, why, yeah. why the heck do we do this? Yeah. If we're not having fun. We spend three and a half hours playing a game, and if you're not enjoying it, what the heck are you doing? Mm -hmm. um, and and building the character and building the story, like I, like I said, I came in with Andraste very kind of half-formed, and then we started developing. And then I started taking, taking um, 
uh, plot moments and being like, no, this is my story. I'm going to be a part of this story mm-hmm. and not being a passive observer like I had been for a while. Mm-hmm. And then I started writing about it and wrote 6,500 words about it. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I wrote, because I, of that, we have what the Foxy regulars have been going through this entire time now mm-hmm. since Waterdeep. Yeah, Thomas, Thomas built what's happening in the High Forest based on what I wrote. Mm-hmm. Wow. And, on, awesome. and on what Nord Games has given him to screw with us. Oh, it's been so good. <laughs> it's been amazing. So I'd say the character story and the fellowship that we share is the most important parts of this for me. Mm-hmm. Aubrey. Uh, I mean, I... <laughs> yeah, I know. Whatever. Um, I what are you going to say? <laughs> like, for me, it, it's always about the story and it's about the characters and how their relationships form and grow and evolve and you know, if it doesn't change you a little bit, what's the point? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, it's. I mean, I, I grew up on stories are always so important to me. Um, growing up, you know, my mom was a writer, and she or she is a writer. She's still alive. Happy Mother's Day to your dear mom. Yeah, uh, one of the things we we actually would. Um, we would travel from Utah to California a lot, and we did not listen to the radio. Instead, my mom told us stories. Oh, man. And, oh, yeah. That's I mean, so cool. Yeah, so that was what we would do. And so that kind of instilled that whole thing. And then I got really into gaming and games. And um, like I said, Mario RPG was one of the first games that I was really into. I, I started getting really into reading. I read voraciously as a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, Same. That was Those were my best friends, you know, growing up. Um, so... And then, you know, I, I I got friends who shared that and, you know, I have a friend that I'm writing a story with and it's always more important of like, what are these characters, what are their growths, what is the story? Mm-hmm. And that is really important to me. And so it's, the improv prospect of it is like also just the icing on the cake because here's a situation, what are you going to do in this situation? Mm-hmm. And... <clears throat> How has that changed the character and how does that make them grow to me is so important and revealing things about the characters. Mm-hmm. That is always the reveal is always so, so satisfying. It's so amazing, so satisfying. I mean and I love going on a ride with the DM. Like mm-hmm. I mean, I, I'm I may be a little guilty of being a little passive only because it's like I wanna see what you have to throw at us. I don't so think I most see. people would accuse you of being passive. No. No. Really? I think no. You're very active, yes. Okay. As as a DM, <laughs> yes. Very much. Sorry, does it ever annoy you? Yes. <laughs> I will There are times I'll be in a cutscene and you'll just go right on. Sorry. It's okay. I will I will <laughs> do my best to Refrain. <laughs> well, it's 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 just part of learning, right? And 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 doing it and and finding that right there. But there'll be times where I'll be in the middle of this, like um, at, at times. And I'm so sorry. You, you'll it's you'll not. just cut your off and do this, and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. I'm sorry. Like, okay. see now, I'm just gonna go disappear for a while. <laughs> no, I don't know. Like I said, uh, it's part of it. The story is advanced in her mind. There's an <laughs> there's two stories. Well, there's okay, an X button on cutscenes yeah. for a reason. <laughs> no, but it's Who skips still, the but you're right. You are right. And it's just because I'm like so into what's going on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I apologize. I do not mean to step on you. And that that is, that I will do my best to. Well, and I mean, I, and I mean, watching back the the old Chaos Agents episodes, I I have secondhand embarrassment a lot of the time watching myself, going, "Oh my God, did I really just?" 
And then no, I've gone and apologized to Thomas before because I'm like, I stepped on you. I am so sorry. Remy, I stepped on you. I'm so sorry. Like, I like, like I just, <laughs> You stepped on me too, though, so I, I think did. we're fair. I, I apologize <laughs> for And that. I, yeah, I, I think, you know, my apology to you, I think I just got so, Solari really pushed my buttons a lot. <laughs> <laughs> so it was really hard in some cases, so I think I, I probably passively aggressive push some of that on you, not, not on purpose. Uh, no, I, I don't think necessarily it's on purpose. Yeah. It's on purpose. Yeah, of course. So, of course. Yeah, so I don't think there's any maliciousness behind it at all. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's at not. All. I'm just so into what's going on that yeah. it's like, oh, I'm gonna act, I gotta do something. So, yeah. All right, to Warren. What, uh, most important aspect of the game for you. Most, uh, most important aspect of the game to me is discovering the world. I, I think I am the most amateur D&D player at the table on Chaos, Chaos Agents. I'm, pr I'm pretty sure I am. So when I, you know, maybe. <laughs> really? Third time Even me? Ever. Oh, okay, yeah. fair enough. Oh, okay. <laughs> Okay. I think um, I think you and I are actually pretty well tied because because prior to uh, Chaos Agents, I'd played a little bit of Pathfinder mm. and a home game for like six or seven months, and that was it. Well, in in that, like putting a lot of myself into Uzo, you know, I think it kind of like it works as a metaphor where he's just discovering the world, and like I'm very much just discovering how rich this world can be mm -hmm. as well. Um, the blindfold has come off. Um, so the best part about it for me is kind of playing to what you said before about like, wait, I can do that. I can do that. You know? <laughs> like, that's pretty cool. You know, I and when I developed the character, right, I think more story first than min max because mm -hmm. like I was just like, I'm gonna mess up this, but like, goddamn, the movie in my head is gonna be epic. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, and the, right. I don't know what the high forest looks like to you guys or like what the streets of Waterdeep look like to you guys, but me, it's like. I could probably paint you a picture. It's pretty vivid. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, and that's the best part about it to me. That's awesome. Yeah. It's a great. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, for me, I kind of got to echo so much of, of what you guys have already said. Um, uh, I don't want everyone to think that all I do is min max. Uh, <laughs> I put a lot of thought into my characters um, and my NPCs, of course, uh, because story is paramount, mm -hmm. right? Story is what, what we're here for, mm -hmm. um, especially as a DM, especially on that one, I think you guys can tell, it's about 65% story to 35% uh, mm -hmm. combat. And and I did preface it with that when you guys came in. I said, this is going to, to be how it is. You will have combat, but it will be meaningful. And um, it's, it's, it's going to uh, challenge you, but it'll be part of the story, right? I don't necessarily like combat just for combat's sake. Yeah, mm -hmm. you gotta dip into that every, every now and then for sure, um, but... Um, for the most part, it's all about story, story, story. And getting together with all these people and being able to tell that story together. Um, for, for me, it's, it's very much the story is my, especially with Nat One, the story is my soul here, right? Mm -hmm. it's, it's the art. It's what I'm writing and what I'm sharing and what I'm hoping evokes some kind of or elicits some kind of emotion from everyone, mm -hmm. right? And that's what I think everyone wants with their characters as well, that story that's going to elicit the emotion from, yeah. from you, from, from the DM, from the people watching. So um, really, it, it comes down to having a, a good time and being able to share 
uh, my soul, basically, is, is what it is to, to sound really fucking pretentious. I like it. I mean, I mean, I mean, Remy gets his pretentiousness from somewhere. All right, I wasn't gonna say it. Thanks, thanks. Glad to help. Remy's just pretentious about his whiskey. Chug. <laughs> <laughs> It's not. That was a little salty. (laughs) 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 Salt in this bourbon? So here's one for for the table. Uh, That that does it for all the the regular questions that I had for for everyone. Um, Here's one for the table. How did you meet in real life? And I think uh, the answer is pretty clear for most of us here, Mm -hmm. right? We, We all met here with Quest and Chaos. Usually through uh, the the audition, <laughs> or through a mutual friend, mm-hmm. um, met met Quest and Chaos. Um, so so that's pretty easy to, to answer. But uh, how did you two meet? <laughs> <laughs> Tell us a story. Okay. Uh, do you want to say it, or do you want me? <laughs> uh, and that's by uh, White Rabbit sixty five. By the way. Thank oh, you. hey, White Rabbit. Thank you, <laughs> Thank you White Rabbit. Uh, I don't know. You start. Um. Well, there was... I don't quite remember you. You know, yeah. okay. Now to dig myself out, I do remember it was. But we've been high school sweethearts uh, this whole time. Another oh, plot twist. Aww. <laughs> Backflip. Backflip. <laughs> and uh, honestly, I want to say, I, I, the grade was either s- not no, seventh or eighth. I think. I think it was eighth because it was right before freshman year when I was about mm-hmm. to go. And all I did was I saw her just in the hallway, and I was just like, oh. And I was, I was a heavier set uh, Aaron Acosta slash Flores back then, and um, so I wasn't that. I just didn't hang out a lot. Yeah, I don't know what the point of me. Anyway, the, the, I'm gonna divert because I saw her in the hallway, and we were we were. I just thought she was so cute. I don't know. I don't like getting mushy. That side of ruckus comes out. I don't like doing emotions. But I I got really emotional when I said I didn't cry in the hallway. But I I saw Lauren. I mean, look at her. She's so cute. I would cry. What do you want me to say? I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Openly. Uh, In the corner. Yes. Like a man, I went to the bathroom and cried. Crying is a man thing, right? Just uh, true men. It's either or. <laughs> but uh, that is honestly the most vivid memory. Uh, as a hope, I'm a bit of a hopeless romantic. So I saw Lauren in the hallway, and I literally was a, a bit speechless. I was I was frozen. I saw her, and but she was shy as well in high school. And I mean, we were both understandably, and just kind of went on her own way. We didn't really hang out too much, and then our friend groups kind of collided eventually. Mm-hmm. And I'd say it was freshman year, we started becoming friends and actually like getting Hanging closer. out a little bit, got talking. A little, got a little closer. <laughs> People made fun of us saying, oh, they're dating, and then, uh, and then she, uh, Leave room for Jesus and his 12 fat disciples. Yeah, we had- <laughs> Not we had, kidding, literally told that many times. What? We had idiotic teachers. Um, <laughs> far away from each other. Yeah. yeah. It's because yeah. we were sitting this close. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very restrictive, but- <laughs> That, you can't, yes. <laughs> Absence makes the heart grow fonder. Yeah. So take that, because we're married now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're saying it worked. It did. Yes. Uh, <laughs> oh. Reverse psychology there. It did work. Oh my god, is that what they're doing? Damn. <laughs> were they evil Cupids? Mrs. McGee was. I don't know her name. That was all of them. But um, but it was us like our friendship grew that uh, in freshman year and around sophomore year uh, we there was homecoming coming up mm-hmm. and 
I knew exactly <laughs> who I wanted to ask. I planned out the whole thing. And, and I, when did you ask it? I, at lunch. No. No. <laughs> oh! Okay. All I knew was by the tone of his voice, he was wrong. <laughs> Upward inflection? I forgot. <laughs> Only because people were like, oh, you're doing it on that day? And I'm like, yeah, why wouldn't I? It was Valentine's Day. Oh! It was perfect timing. Uh, yeah, I really am frustrated that someone was like, you're doing it on that day, really? On a day meant for love, yes. Like, damn. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's hardcore. I, I salute you. Well, I actually had um, other friends kind of, when she said yes, I had I had a go sign. So when I was like, do you want to go to homecoming? She was like, sure. I had my friends uh, at the not side the with sure. Yeah, well, <laughs> sure, why not? And I, I fell in love. <laughs> I was completely indifferent the whole time. Oh, totally, totally indifferent. Yeah, high totally. school Aaron and high school Warren probably wouldn't have got along because when you said that, I'd be like, Bro, it's Valentine's Day. What if she says no? <laughs> I'd have planted no. that seed. I think, like, dude, I, I don't do it. No, I think we would have got along because I pre planned for the no. My, I, I basically had a yes signal and a no signal for it. <laughs> Yes, I had a no signal for what was about to happen. When she said yes, yeah, had a revelation. Pull me out. Yes, okay. Pull me out. <laughs> Wait, what was it? Okay, it was basically just don't. Okay, just operations. I asked her, "Do you want to go homecoming?" And my friends would come up with streamers that I bought that would, you know, like pop off and be like, "Yeah, you said yes." And um, they, but the way she was sitting, <laughs> they were behind her waiting, and I was just okay. And she, I was like, "She said yes." Uh-huh. And I, to them, and I was like, "Yeah." And then they read up, but if she said no. Um, <laughs> wouldn't hold against you. But the if she said look on your face. Yeah, if she said no, I mean, okay, all right, thank you. Uh, Just the awkward, like, bye, sorry. Like, don't do it. <laughs> don't waste those streamers. I'm going to keep them. <laughs> I, 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 I envision <laughs> for tissue. I envision like this campy romantic comedy where she like says no, and then your friends come. And like, that's why I had a no signal. <laughs> like for some reason, the marching band passes in front of them and they don't see it, and then they're like, "Okay, we're late." Let's do this. Yeah. The whole time, the marching band's playing. <laughs> <laughs> Speak up. <laughs> a single tear. I paid them really well. I'm not sorry. They gotta finish their song. Wait. <laughs> paid that no, no, no. The marching band. The marching no, I'm just band. kidding. In this hypothetical part. The only thing I paid for was the streamers and the corsage and. Parents had the tuxedo for me. Aww. <laughs> nice. Well, thank you for sharing that with us. Yeah, thank you. That's a great story. Aww. She turned almost as red as her lipstick. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you do romance right, guys. There you go. Yeah, there you go. Um, so here's the next question. For everyone creative in the group, how many is that? <laughs> All of us. All of us. Um, how do you get your inspiration? And this is by Owen Templa. What inspires you? Where, where do you get that inspiration from? Coiner. <laughs> I was just thinking that. Where do you get your inspiration? I have my inspiration from right freaking yeah. From the lovely community. And, and, yeah. That's right, from the community. Uh, Warren, how about you? Ben, I don't know. Um, right, that's fine. Inspiration, <laughs> like, I, I get inspired to do a lot, to express myself in a lot of different ways. Um, the question is, is like, am I too lazy to like act on that inspiration? My binder full of like ideas is gonna pile up and topple over and crush me to death before <laughs> I get to complete them. That's my to-be-read pile, right. I hear ya. <laughs> but like, inspiration usually comes uh, from something I observe. Like, I, I mean, 
I, I do I do find a lot of things really uh, beautiful about this shitty world we inhabit. Mm. Um, and I think I'm driven a lot to kind of make it a little bit better place, right? Like, I, f for instance, I do like VR sculpting, right? Like, not very well. Yeah. Competitively, yeah. I like what you. I, I like what I've seen of what Thank you've done. You. It's pretty cool. But I, when I this, when I, I create stuff, it's a YouTube channel. Like I, I, I see someone else using what I've. If I can, if my crappy cup that I've made can inspire somebody to. It, it, Innovate on that and make like something really beautiful. Like, I'm like hell yeah, like mm -hmm. that's that's great. Um, so the inspiration is to just like put something out there. I got like a reminder to myself like board, create. Mm. You know? I like that. That's, that's nice. So that's cool. Not, like, Almost like an affirmation. Type of yeah. Stuff. yeah, yeah. Are you bored? Make something. That's great. What are you off? <laughs> in two minutes or less. Because <laughs> I know we could Diabolic. go on forever about this. Um, I, I, I don't, I don't. Mm -hmm. I, um, so I guess in two minutes or less. Um, I mean that, that that's I'm just me being facetious. Dear. I don't know. I yeah. just uh, I'm facetiously. I guess uh, facetiously. Everything. Um, Actually, I just kind of suck at like living normally. Fair. <laughs> like I kind of am just such a creative person that it's hard for me sometimes to just get my keys in the door. Mm. I don't know if that makes any sense. Like I actually have a really hard time doing taxes, and I have a really hard time like setting alarms, and I have a really hard time like getting places on time. I have a really hard time having normal friendships. You guys are extraordinary. I have extraordinary friendships, but I mean. I, I have a really hard time not putting them in a place of like, hey, we're just bros that hang out and watch TV. I'm like, no, we have really deep conversations and we're gonna like talk about things that matter and that make sense. And that's kind of where I derive. I, I had a really interesting life, I had a very interesting childhood and that kind of made me look at a way that's really different. But I suck at living. I suck at living a normal life in the sense of having a nine to five job and doing this. I just kind of, I'm not very good at it. Being um, an adult is overrated. It really is. I was about to say, isn't that universal? Pretty much. Society sucks. I don't know. I just, we need to fix just, it. Yeah, that's that's kind of why I was laughing. It's just, I'm like, I, I don't know. It's just. That's a hard question. Why it's really? a really hard question. Yeah. It is. For me. It is. Yeah, what inspires me? What about you, Tiana? I would say that I would draw inspiration, it's, it's cliche to say, but I draw inspiration from literally everywhere. So, yeah. <laughs> um, I've always been a fan of something from the from the time that I was very young. Um, I don't remember this, but my mom says that that I used to refuse to answer to any name but Ariel because I was really into the Little Mermaid. Oh yeah, Same. I remember not answering to any name but Wendy, <laughs> and 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 being like, oh look, there's my restaurant. Every time we pass Wendy's, <laughs> so I've always lived in stories in my head. And then as I got older, I started writing basically self-insert fan fictions, um, in all, and only ever in my head at first, and creating these stories about these characters that I really loved with myself in there interacting with them. Um, and, then, and then that developed into actual fan fiction with Lord of the Rings, and now Persona 5, and just a whole bunch of other things. Um, Garrett. This is why we're, we're good friends. Yeah, so I, I would say that for me, inspiration is just always kind of been a constant. Like I see something and it makes me think of something. And then, you know, I, I hear 
Okay, here's, here's a good example. I do NaNoWriMo every year, the National Novel Writing Month, which is 50,000 words, 30 days, go. Wow. <laughs> Deadlines inspire. I write in very small chunks, like maybe four sentences. <laughs> four to about ten sentences, I'd say. Lines more than sentences. Oh, yeah. Fair. Bullet points um, with only five words. <laughs> <laughs> but, the, but, but yeah, you're right. In, uh, inspiration come, comes from a deadline in that case. And it's like, okay, what am I writing about? What can I pull on long enough to write 50,000 words? What interests me enough to do that? And sometimes it's a Von Kanto song where it's like, hey, you know, here, here is this song about we are the folk and we have the right to, and to, to stand up and to fight. And it's like, okay, who are these folk? Why are they fighting? What's going on here? And that developed into a story that eventually I'm going to finish. <laughs> <laughs> well, we know those feels. Oh, man, those feels. Um, yeah. But I'd say I'd, I'd draw inspiration from everywhere, from the music that I listen to to the video games that I play. They say that, you know, um, <coughs> steal, stealing from one thing, from one inspiration source is theft, but stealing from everywhere is art. And I'd say that's very accurate because I, I, I write to answer questions for myself, whether it's my fan fiction is being like, okay, there's a situation in Persona 5 where I'm like, you are not as okay as you like to pretend. Mm -hmm. So let's see how not okay you are. Can I just steal her answer? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, I, I, I write to answer questions and I write to feed the part of me that has always put myself into stories. Mm -hmm. Wonderful. That's good. You, Lauren. I heavily agree with that. But, um, <laughs> oh, I get a lot of my inspiration for, I'm going to be a little bit more concise, uh, for Natrix specifically. Mm. Uh, I've gotten a lot of her inspiration from um, certain characters that I've uh, perceived as something that I want to be like as well. Um, People like Madalena from Galavant, mm. Faye Valentine from uh, Cowboy Bebop. No. Oh yeah, I Valentine. I would definitely take a lot of inspiration from shows, from anime, mm. from that kind of culture of like just the overemphasized emotions, overly mm -hmm. expressive. Mm -hmm. so, where, where it's okay to just scream and yes, cry over something. It is okay <laughs> to be fully you and have whatever feelings you have. It's all valid. Mm -hmm. As long as you feel it. Yeah. yeah. I like it. Yeah, I so. <laughs> How about you, good old Aaron? How's it going? <laughs> uh, thinking. Uh, think of a quip just so you can think. Yes, Aaron, come on. A lot of my inspiration wants to come from like a funny place. Like, there, mm. I think uh, if Nat One was more comedic, I would definitely be doing different things with Mayhem. Mm -hmm. Still same character, but, uh, but I, th I think you'll have the opportunity. Um, here's, here's the thing. You guys have got to have a chance to breathe after all this. It's, it's going to happen. I it's promise you I have wonderful plans. You just have to live there to get it. So. Uh, Sorry to mean to get there. Oh, no, I'm good. Um, I think my, a lot of my inspiration comes from, I mean, I guess a lot of personal situations, a lot of shows and movies that I'm, I've just been growing up watching. I basically grew up in front of the TV yeah. um, <laughs> with a, and, you know, in front of the console, figuring things out uh, and what I liked. And I think a lot of my inspiration just comes from how can I make this a little different, you know? How, how can I add more to this character or to the situation? Like, what would make it more intriguing if, uh, if, if I was given the opportunity? And sometimes that just kind of spur, spurs off into my own. I have small personal, like, stories I've written, nothing ready to, to throw out into the world, but I th I'd say those small stories are heavily impacted by the things I've watched and seen that mm -hmm. just made me think, but what if it was this way? 
And, and I, so I get a lot of inspiration from either uh, the concept that I've encountered, or uh, this as well, this, those, these two mainly, the concept or the team. Mm -hmm. uh, a, a team helps me kind of generate a lot of who I am and helps yeah. me, you know, to go like, okay, this is good, all right, and I just go sprint. <laughs> it's really fun to uh, have that team, uh, that dynamic, just growing and helping you move forward and inspiring you to change your character differently. No, it's mm -hmm. really fun. That's really cool. For me, um, I mean, everyone's pretty much said a lot of it, right? Um, about what what inspires me when when I'm being creative. Um, it, it comes from all over the place, but one of the things that I, I insist upon whenever I'm being creative and what really inspires me is authenticity. Um, authenticity to the story, to how you feel, to how it would go, uh, which is what I really try and bring in as a, as a DM. This is how I authentically feel it would go, right? Which is why, as mayhem with with Tiny holding you, you know, breaking it, I, this is how it would go. What's going to happen next, right? Mm -hmm. Letting that happen um, is is important to me, but also in in the poetry I write because I write poetry as as well. I, I find that authenticity is a necessity. And I write poetry because I feel like I have something to say in this moment. I feel this way, and I need to put that down, mm -hmm. and I need to get that out. And so um, I guess what inspires me to be creative is just the, the authenticity of, of it all, is, yeah. is where I just want to say, just put it out there. This is me. Mm -hmm. And this is me in this medium or that medium, it, it doesn't matter, but it's always going to be authentically me, and I want to share that. And if that, as you guys were saying, inspires somebody, that is what it's all about. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That is what it's all about. Somebody to, to feel that, uh, particularly like... Somebody to understand it. Exactly. Yeah. 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 To be understood on that. Particularly with the poetry on Instagram, just for someone to comment and it's like, I know these feels. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You said what, what I feel. And that connection right there is uh, one of the best things of humanity. So, yeah. So absolutely. That's how I feel about my music. Mm -hmm. That same way. Exactly. So it's about being completely authentic all the time. Mm -hmm. I try. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's very important. Yeah. Um, so thank you for that question. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. Got, got real deep there for a minute. Oh yeah. Yeah. That question bonded us all. <laughs> <laughs> so we have the the real taco turtle. Subbed. So thank you. Hey. Congratulations. Thank you so much. Oh, turtle. You. Congratulations. Jesus, I'm tired. <laughs> with, with, with the we need more tacos, and I agree. Oh, and turtles. Oh, tacos. So taco turtle you can provide. <laughs> some tacos. <laughs> Maybe some turtle tacos? Like I said at the very beginning of, or close to the beginning of this, I always forget to eat before these things. Yeah. <laughs> Hawks have taco That's turtles really all the time. Mm. What? <laughs> taco turtles? It's a um, National Geographic joke. Yeah. Sorry. So this, this question. Uh, goes goes out to everyone, and you do not have to answer it if you do not want to, of course. Uh, uh oh. So, uh -oh. What, is, what is everyone's day job? Oh. Oh. Okay. It's, it's very oh, very simple. Um, I'll go ahead and start. I am a project manager for a telecommunications construction company. Um, yeah, yeah. It is very much not what I do here. <laughs> <laughs> I still can't fathom or describe it. <laughs> yeah. Basically, uh, we build the cell sites. Or, or moreover, we manage the companies that build the cell sites for bigger companies. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is what we do. So, um, I, I currently work with T-Mobile. So, if you have, if you're in the Bay Area and you have uh, good T-Mobile service, that's my fault. Thanks. If you're in the Bay Area, Bay Area and you have bad T-Mobile service, that's not me. We're we're fixing the problem here. We're fixing the problem. <laughs> Just spoke to you before I dropped T-Mobile, man. There you go. <laughs> um, I work as a product specialist. Um, 
doing live streams um, for a competitor platform to this one. Um, <laughs> so I literally left uh, one set to come to another one. Like I, like I said earlier, my job is very intense um, and focus-driven um, nine to five in kind of like a professional capacity, and this is the same way in a creative capacity, and I'm here for every minute of it. Um, I think I'm also really lucky to be able to work and play in a medium that I really am interested in, um, because like, I don't know, this is the future. Mm -hmm. This is... This is the future of entertainment. This know? is the future of entertainment. Yeah. We have a channel to where we can find a niche group of people mm -hmm. to communicate and to uh, have global distribution on. Yeah. Right? Where yeah. before we would have to use a closed caption, local, Fremont, CC, Channel 4, 29, mm -hmm. and hope people tuned in mm -hmm. and had to pay for the privilege of doing so. Like yeah. This is a paradigm shift, and I'm, I'm glad to be a part of it. Brilliant. That's my job. Well. <laughs> <laughs> actually, um, <laughs> I'm a. Uh, I work at a music studio. Um, I'm actually a recording artist, um, singer, and as I said, I do music, compose, and you know, I'm working currently on my own album right now, oh. as well as working for it. Um, I also do production for movies. I'm also an actress, so I work on movie sets and offset and either behind the camera or in front of the camera. Um, I was an actor at Great America last year. Mm. So I, you know, it's basically what I do. I just Being creative. Do yeah. that. I'm a creative person just and I was lucky enough to find a job that does that. And that's that's the truth of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Saying from a guy working in telecommunications. <laughs> so, yeah. so I was like, I, I just don't. Mm -hmm. Tiana, I think we've said it a couple of times. We have said it a couple of times in the streams. I'm a freelance voice actress. So I do a little bit of everything from um, small video game projects to audiobooks to there, there, there's a service that's uh, starting up. I don't know how far along it is, but it's basically like a la, a la carte um, news articles that are read to you as you're doing your daily commute or whatever. So. Oh. It's a little bit of everything. I'm currently in a bit of a dry spell because I'm finishing up a, a production for a book called Travelers by V.S. Holmes. Highly recommend. Good book. <laughs> Good book. I enjoyed reading that and all things. Good books. I enjoyed them. Um, I think all things are actually available on Audible. I'm not positive. I'll have to look. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's what I do. I, I sit in a closet and I talk to myself. <laughs> <laughs> And 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 Bo, dream. <laughs> and Bo makes me jealous on a weekly basis with all the voices he does. Because I'm sitting over here going, how? <laughs> no, really. I was a very strange kid growing up. <laughs> Do you see how green my eyes are? They were not this green when I started the channel. <laughs> I, love I am honest. Over here. Um, I am also in a creative field, one would say. Uh, I work as a chef for... Um, an Italian restaurant, and um, it's important here to say that that's Lauren and not Natrix because yes. we've seen Natrix try to cook. <laughs> she didn't do so well. That's why I want to inspire her. <laughs> I still don't know how my so answer is better than her. I have no. I don't so want to know. I'm a little terrified of that answer. Um, but yeah, I, uh, I'm, I've done a lot of uh, from scratch cuisines. I've done a lot of um, running of a kitchen. 
by myself, <laughs> which is intense, might I say. I can uh, imagine. It's not for the faint part. Uh, I've had a or lot of part. moments where I've freaked out on people because of it. Uh, don't mind that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't want to see it. I've, 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 I've full matrix on you. I've been, I, I've been the expediter in the kitchen. I understand. It's bad. It's bad. <laughs> I have screamed at cooks. <laughs> I've screamed at dishwashers. <laughs> I they deserve it. <laughs> so that's my. I was a server, so I screamed at everyone. <laughs> expediter uh, is not for the faint of heart. The server screamed at you, and the I cooks are screaming at you. Oh, really? I was 18. Um, I was very different than I am now. <laughs> I was, was a, a wolfhauer. <laughs> I picked off a of plates. Yeah. Oh! <laughs> I drank people's, I polished off their empties. I mean, yeah, yeah obviously. Go. I mean, I'm not going to blame anyone that does. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was good. <laughs> That's what I do. <laughs> How about you, Aaron? I've... Uh, I've got like a handful of jobs. Right? Um, You've got a lot going I've, on. Okay, so I'll... I'll Straight light it with the. I'm mainly a photographer for either clothing or weddings, hmm. and after those weddings or after those clothings, I'm then the editor. So mm. I'll video edit uh, a beautiful day together uh, in a crunch time because the, bri uh, the bride wants it, and I will. I will get it to you. And, get it to me now. And, and she wants it yesterday. Oh yes. yeah, yeah. And I don't know how that's possible, but I'll do it. And <laughs> it's very accommodating. Oh yes. Uh, actually, I have some funny stories where the someone has been trying to sh yell out one of my ears, and I'm just yes. I hear your concern, and I will fix it. There's mayhem. Two abs. That's where mayhem comes yeah. from. That's I why mean, I'm in the back of the house. <laughs> dealing with bridezillas all day, probably like. That's probably. I just think it's funny. I, I love uh, when it comes. It's not like uh, honestly that common okay. as you'd think, but when it comes up, it's just funny seeing like, you know, I, I would love for it to be edited this way. And I'm like, oh, well, I, you know, uh, I went to school and figured out how to edit and you know, took a lot of classes and figured, I mean, uh, and just what the, the pacing of an edit should be. I think this is wrong. I think this goes against everything an editor would do, but I will do it for you because you want it. Like that one with the jump cut. Oh yeah, that's a, that's a <laughs> too that's too long of a story. But we'll, we'll, we'll ask you later. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, photographer, video, videographer, and video editor, are, and sometimes and, and talent. But most of my talents go in here. Um, I have my choice. I love it. Here. We are we are very lucky to have it here. We are very freaking lucky to have it here. I am rewarding you. Yes, yeah. we are. And I'm okay no with one that. else can have it. <laughs> I am honored to do it. <laughs> um, yeah, that's the three triple threat. <laughs> oh, yeah. We're blessed yeah. to have you. We are. Thank you, Thank you guys for that that question. Mm -hmm. uh, I'll take a couple more here. Um, quick and easy. Tiana, mm. is there a connection between Dragon Age and Andraste? <laughs> oh. <laughs> yes, but not in the way that you're thinking. No? No. Um, is she a god? No. Does <laughs> <laughs> she ascend to godhood? That's up to Thomas. Yeah. We'll find up out. Up to the maker, you mean. Ooh. Uh, up to Lyra, how about that? Uh. Um, so yeah, I've been into Dragon Age for, God, like 10 years at this point, so something good. like, if I've, I've played it back in Fairbanks and just, that, that was my that was my stress relief, was going and killing Darkspawn. So I've been into Dragon Age for a while. How could you not do it? Uh, right? So I was, building, I was building the character who would become Andraste. 
<laughs> have you not played this game? Oh, I hope that wouldn't come I'm up. Sorry. <laughs> Can the edit just be like, <laughs> what just happened? Varric I played all. Like the best. I played them all. Oh, Varric is amazing. She's, She's trying to get me into yeah. that. I'm going to say Varric. Tried to get you into Varric. You cannot romance Varric. It's a crime. Anyway. It's the lyrium that does it. I knew you wouldn't get that reference. Yep. Enchantment? Enchantment. There it is. So, I've been in Dragon Age for a long time. So when I was building the character who would become Andraste, I was flipping through the PBA, PHB. the PHB. Gotcha. I, 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 I do it to piss off one of my home, <laughs> home players, and it's just become a habit. Mm-hmm. Um, I was flipping through the player's handbook, and I was looking at the elven female adult names. And under A is Andraste. It is there in the player's handbook. That's and I awesome. looked at that and went, there's nothing else that I could call her. And it just happened. That, you know, the common blessing in Dragon Age is may the light of Andraste shine upon you. Uh, mm-hmm. And then I built yep. a white cleric named yep. Andraste who will drop sacred flame. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I and love burn it. Yes. Everything. And burn and everything. It's a good light. The, li- the light of Andraste just happens to be a fireball if you piss her off hard enough. Well done. So, <laughs> yes, there's a connection, but only because I saw the name and went, oh, that's cool, I'll take that. <laughs> and then it just sort of developed from there. There's more than one Dragon Age reference. I, ju- I literally just realized Sen. Mm-hmm. I literally just realized <laughs> that was his name. Mm-hmm. He's the well done. Brawler. Well it, done. Yeah. Wow. Which one? In the re- Dragon Age yeah. Origins, right? Origins, mm-hmm. yeah. How am I missing this? The, um, the Kunari. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh. They found him in a cage, or mm-hmm. like, yeah, oh. that's not an origin. That's a dragon. That is, that is origins. That's origins. Inquisition, the green one. You're right, it is origins. <laughs> yep. Sorry. Think, well, he's got some pigmentation. Oh, cool. I wouldn't call this it green. without horn. That's right. This is right. Yeah. 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 I mean, yes. <laughs> yeah. And sort of changed. Like the character design was. Yeah. The character design got. Dragon Age Two got got different. Yeah. Yeah, that's why I was confused. It was it was confusing. Oh, he wasn't Sten, he was Sten. Sten is yeah. Sten. That's why I was like, That's why I was it was slight. slight. Sten. It's very close, but it's not, really not close. Sure. Chat was blowing Sorry. up. Oh, probably just screaming at us. Your game is you play Dragon Age Origins, how could you? Hashtag Sten. It has been a while. I need to look at my PlayStation and play it again. Alistair is the best ever, though. Absolutely. Oh my god. I romance him every single time. Like I write fan fiction based on that. I love it. Which, I tried which so is hard. on fanfiction.net and may die in a pit. And Morgan is hilarious. <laughs> yeah. You can't go for anyone else, though. If you go for Alistair, you have to go just Alistair. Yeah. yeah. Zevran, uh, though. I know. <laughs> I can't help myself. <laughs> I mean, I mean, this sweet talking French, uh, French, French rogue. How could I you not? I can't um, not. I would. I was just like, what is Morgan? <laughs> awesome. Morgan, Morgan is staring. She is. She is a swamp witch. I love her. I love Terrifying. Her. I love her. Yeah. So. I, I always did the bit at the at, at the end. Yeah. Oh, that bit. That bit. Yeah. Me too. I always did that bit. <laughs> I feel. I, Dragon Age is controversial because you could. Uh, I always said Alistair into that because I always played a woman. Character. Yeah. Yes. I remember that being. Yeah. That was same with Mass Effect. Mass Effect. Oh, yeah. Yes. I love, yes. I love it. As a queer person. You, yes. yes. <laughs> As a kid. What, also, why is this an uh, issue? Also, it's, it's really funny. So, um, Anders, so I actually, Ugh. like, as a rogue, trying to romance Anders was, like, the worst. <laughs> it was never satisfying. It was awful. Well, so then, but then I went and I was like, I'm not going to romance Anders as a mage. I am not. And then you It's going to be Fenris. And then you did. No. No, it was even worse than that. So I turned him oh. down. And the look on his face. He's like, you kicked a puppy. I just went, I just walked over to the game system and turned it off, just like, I'm kind of done. 
Sarah pounce a lot. Okay, that was the thing that that was the biggest problem that I had with with Anders in the whole Dragon Age saga because I played Awakening first and I was like, oh. what did you do to him? Right. Uh, Basically, yeah. he, he I was turned angry. into Alistair because people missed Alistair, I'm sure. He yeah. did not turn into Alistair. He, he was Alistair. way more emo than Alistair. Yeah. Yeah. Well, for good reason at that point. I mean, yes, <laughs> yeah. but you took this happy-go-lucky mage who was happy with this itty-bitty kitten that he carried around in his robe, and then you turned him <laughs> into <laughs> vengeance. And I was like, was why? We got time for one more, guys. Okay. So let's let's do that yeah. here. Um, yeah, derail us talking I, about I, it. I, I would like to ask this of every single person, and you can choose which character, or you can say both if you have multiple. Mm. What is your character's biggest fear when it's coming from the Baroness? Ooh. Thanks, oh. Gislaine. Okay. <laughs> Aaron. In character, biggest fear or just fear of what's happening in the game? Oh, okay, either. I'll take it as I will. Um, I would say actually in, in, in your character's biggest fear. Yeah. Besides yeah. fire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's working through it. <laughs> and lightning. Uh, I would say... Yeah, I don't know. I want to I wanna say Rucket... Mayhem. Okay, I'm gonna briefly touch on mayhem just because there's a lot to explore there that uh, that could be spoilery. Mm -hmm. I think his biggest mayhem's biggest fear is the fact that just a lot of Rick. How do I say this? Should I even say? Uh, Do it. You're wide-eyed. <laughs> Don't say the wrong thing. <laughs> I think. Be very careful what you say and mark the shirt he's wearing. <laughs> I haven't explained Mayhem's background. I'm just gonna say there's 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 players, there's NPCs that could come back in his present and that are really gonna shake up mm. how he can react to that. I don't even know how he's going to react to it. I'm very nervous. I'm also excited where I will see them. Um, <laughs> and, and Ruckus doesn't have as many to come back, um, but I think his biggest fear would be, uh, biggest fear, failure. Fa in his final goal, like, cause that he's his revenge. Yeah, his revenge, failure in that, and because that's the one thing that's mattering most to him. Uh, but he's tagging along because he knows he's not strong enough to do it, and that's mm -hmm. the one thing he's he's committing to. That if he does, if he doesn't stick with this team, he might be screwed, and he hates to admit it. And thus far, sticking with the team has gotten him some kind of revenge thus far. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. It's been satisfying with, with our boss. Yeah, it's been satisfying. It's been I awesome. can imagine. Not done yet. <laughs> oh, I know. More to that. And, and, and when we are ready, we'll be there with you. Oh, yeah. And when I figure out what to do when I get to level six, I'll, <laughs> I'll also be there. I don't think I have anything I have to level. We've missed the uh, Deadpool uh, <laughs> rockets. <laughs> yeah. I got it. Let's go over here with Natrix. Ooh, I gotta be careful with how I say this. Um, I would say Natrix is afraid of connection. Mm. Mm. Getting too close to other people. Do with that what you will, oh, yeah. and I'll leave it there. Like <laughs> to be explored later. Mic yes. drop. How about Andraustic? I mean, I think you can guess. <laughs> I'd rather not, I'd rather you tell us. <laughs> She's afraid of losing her people again. She's, like she will do absolutely everything in her power to not lose any member of the Foxia regulars or the children that were saved from the Nialo tribe. She will, up to and including, put in her own life on the line. Mm -hmm. She will not lose someone else again, and that is her. That's what wakes her up sweating at night: is the idea of losing 
hers again because she feels like she, I imagine a little bit like Rekka, she feels like she failed the, the, the tribe, that she should have been there to stand with them or die in the attempt. I imagine um, part of that failure, part of those nightmares that wake her up at night have to do with the dead bodies that were buried by her mm -hmm. and, uh, and her uncle. Especially her uncle, especially now that she's thinking about it again, because I mean, she very carefully, like she said, like she said to Remy, she put everything into a chest and locked it and threw the key away. She did her best to never think about it, never get close. A little bit afraid of, she was afraid of connection, and now that she's connected, she's like, "All right, I'm all in again, and if I'm all in, this will never happen again. Mm. I will do up to and including draining my own life force to make sure you don't freaking die." I've, I've loved it. Yeah, I, I, I had a lot of fun with it. I, I thought about it a lot before before that happened because I looked at that spell and went, I have access to what now? <laughs> <laughs> and that spell is always prepared. That's awesome. Thank you. Of course. Aubrey, what's Maya's greatest fear? Failure. Failure? In what capacity? Mm, um, right now, I think some of it is failing her team at this point. You know, she has really taken a lot of ego blows with the last two, last almost two episodes. I'd say the two episodes before this last one. Mm -hmm. You know, she really like it. Really, again, she's kind of she's always kind of been working on her own in, in the sense of like, and failure is not something she's used to, and that, so that is a big fear of hers. Mm -hmm. um, and that is. Yeah, so that's all I'm going to say, because otherwise there's more spoilers in that. Um, I mean, she was really afraid of the, the ghosts of her past, mm -hmm. particularly. Um, we saw that yep. in her. Like, she was terrified of them, and then now she's come more at peace with them. Once mm -hmm. um, she has discovered what they are and, and what they're presenting, and, you know, and that, that's given her we'll some see peace. where that goes. Yes, I mean, there's definitely more of that, you know, going to come through but I think failure at this moment it's letting the team down mm -hmm. it's letting um, her decisions affect everybody else that's how she feels you know it's on her they either live by her or they die by her mm -hmm. and that's kind of how she feels I'm not saying that's true I'm just saying that's how she feels mm -hmm. she feels like this is my fault everybody every decision everyone's made is on me mm -hmm. and I take all the blame for my team. Mm -hmm. And that's, you know, and myself. And that's kind of what she feels like. Everything, her decisions, everything that that's on her. And mm -hmm. failing is a big fear of hers mm -hmm. right now. Mm -hmm. For you, it's, I didn't make a difference. I did not change the world. Mm -hmm. That's that's his biggest fear. He wants to inspire everybody and change the world with his music one person at a time. <laughs> Yeah, he's very simplistic. <laughs> Which I oh, love. That's important, you know? That's yeah. that's really important. That's yeah, he wanted to love and, you know, yeah. Yeah. and inspiration to everybody, and that's yeah. his... That's his goal! That's his goal. <laughs> that's noble. He is an 80s rock star. I... Fair. Go over to Warren. How about Uzo? I think Uzo's... So Uzo's pretty fearless, um, and I think that has a lot to do with the fact that he considers every day as, like, I sort of, like, I made it. Mm -hmm. um, he, not ready to die, but, like, if his time comes, he's, you know, he's died a few times over. Um, I think his main fear, 
is losing his gifts. Um, not so much the magic, but the ability to see. Um, he, he, he feels like he's just, see, he's just being born again. And um, he f not really being a pious, like a, a person of faith in any way, ha having been given this gift and having seen how easily other gifts can be taken away, like when he was deafened, mm -hmm. he, he feels like gods or whatever patron is toying with him. Uh, mm -hmm. Specifically, I, you know, the disagreement I think you'd have with Mayhem is that like, what do you mean there's like, there's nothing here? Um, because anyone that could give him a gift and then something is clearly observing and if they're observing, they're seeing the same injustices he's seeing and doing mm -hmm. nothing about it. Mm -hmm. uh, <coughs> and he thinks that he is a pawn and at any moment, he, he's, his fear is a realization and at any moment he knows those, it's, it's only a matter of time his sight is going to be taken from him. Mm -hmm. um, his fear is not knowing when that is. So he lives every moment trying to help as much as he can hmm. um, or make an impact in any way he can so that he, when it happens, he's not grief-stricken and crippled by it, but it would be very devastating to him um, to go back to a life he knew. Mm. But that's his biggest fear, just mm. having his senses taken away. I like that. <coughs> I like that a lot. Okay. Uh, yeah. Welcome, Raiders. Ascension mm. Stories has raided us. Welcome. Hi, guys. Oh, we the just at the, the end here. Yeah. But, uh, what about Remy? What does Remy fear? Oh, yeah. Uh, give, him some, give him something good. Remy fears rats. No. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's a new fear. And? <laughs> it's been developed. Um, <laughs> it's similar to, to yours, uh, to, to a lot of people's here. Remy feel fears not being good enough. Mm -hmm. um, not being um, there, failing because mm -hmm. of his own lack, because it is something inherently wrong with him. Mm. So he fears the affirmation of his doubts about himself. Mm. He fears that in actuality he isn't everything that he's trying to be, and that no matter how hard he tries, it's never going to be enough. Mm -hmm. And this this is what's constantly driving him um, to to kind of advance. And even though there's not a whole lot of, of Remy, you know, development going on right now within the story, um, I really think that that is is what's always kind of with him. Mm -hmm. Is that he never wants to to prove that he's not good enough. Which is which is why when he sees, you know, everyone, even Ruckus, can do magic. <laughs> huh? <Yeah>. Fireball. Grammatic <laughs> <laughs> orb. Yes. So why would they give it to you? It and, makes and, no sense. And, and he's second from it. blowing his own eyebrows off. Yeah. Uh, so, I paid for this. <laughs> so I mean this is this is the reason why you'll see uh, Remy always trying to, to maximize everything everything he does. Um, when he saw the, the gun. He was like, no, I have to have this. You know, I have to. This is going to make me better. This is going to make me uh, able able to to do the things that that I want to do and be the person that I want to be. And uh, he definitely fears not living up to to that. So that's Remy. As far as Ted, Ted doesn't fear a goddamn thing. 
Uh, honestly, Ted does not fear a damn thing. And, <laughs> I love that. That's awesome. I, I guess if 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 there was something he would ever fear for Ted, it, it would be, um, I guess, losing. Uh, trust or, or a breakdown of a, of a friendship from somebody mm -hmm. that means a lot to him. Um, you know, that, that, that would be Ted, but outside of that, um, he is battle-hardened and um, does a good job of repressing that um, a lot of the time, uh, which is why you've, you've started to see a little more of it from him. Um, I've, I always put these little <coughs> clues in for, for Ted throughout. Uh, like, for instance, the, the second episode, when you guys go down uh, after defeating the pirates, right? Mm -hmm. Go down into it, into where the hold is with Lila Thorell and Ted's sitting there. There's ten bodies, six of which Ted has killed himself. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah. Decapitations. Like, I didn't even show it. It's just, this is what happened. And you guys walked in on that. Mm -hmm. And he's sitting there, you know, bloody and with his axe. And you guys thought, oh, no, no, but, you know, Ted, wow, that was cool. <laughs> Good old Ted. <laughs> and, and, yeah, the, the truth is that he, he's always had this. So when you actually got to see him killing things, killing humans, getting into that, that battle, mm -hmm. um, and and he he changes. Mm -hmm. and, and he goes for it. And it, there's definitely reasons for it. Mm. So yeah, he does not fear much of anything. That's awesome. Cool. That's great. No. I like that. I'm very, very interested. Can't wait to explore that. Yes. Can I ask <laughs> yes. even his own past based on last week or the two weeks ago episode when Sen talked to him about it? Um, he's he's uncomfortable talking about it with people. Um, for sure. It's it's not something that he wants like I said, he's repressed a lot of that. Um for, for, for good reason, um, but when it comes to to battle and it's time to go, he's, he's like, I'm gonna take everything out, and thus far, he has. <laughs> he's delightfully lived up to that. <laughs> <laughs> that was a lot of fun. All right, we got one last question here. Uh, can Thomas, Thomas wants to know if he can play a, a I, I, I don't know how to pronounce, GIF or GIF gunslinger in your one shot? Or he will never leave any of us alone and ask every day until we die. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be very honest. I love his Worth it. No, you can't. <laughs> every day. I have got one hard head. So, so bring it. Bring it. I love his commitment, though. <laughs> I'm sorry that this decision affects all of you as well, but you have to live with it. <laughs> oh, it's okay. Oh. There are no hippo people in that one. Yeah. But the one shot is coming. And uh, I, I am ready Brace to yourselves. reveal because you guys uh, chat pretty much guessed it yeah last night um, during that. So I'm going to go ahead and reveal. I said it's going to be a character's backstory. Uh, you guys are going to get to see a little more of Ted. Uh, yes. Yay. A little more of Ted. The one shot is going to be on Sunday. Like I said, one to six, and it is called Theodore Rising. <laughs> yes. That's so good. That's awesome. Stream that, right? Hey, we're streaming. I mean, it. Yeah. We're streaming it too. <coughs> so you know what to do, Sunday, guys. one to six. Like, come join us. Subscribe. Bring your moms. Join us. Yes. <laughs> the Discord is awesome. You guys should be yeah. there. Yes, yes. Join the Discord. Uh, thank you, everyone who who has followed and subscribed and and liked and and you everything. insane people who've given bits. Yeah. <laughs> so thank you so much. Seriously. Seriously, yes. that's. 
I can't I can't tell you what it means to us guys. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that, that's kind of that affirmation of what we're doing uh, definitely reaches you guys to, to the point where, where you mm -hmm. want to, to help us out and, mm -hmm. and keep us going. And, and that's what really um, every creative, I think, really wants is to touch people like that. Yeah. You know? So yeah, thank you guys so much for being a part of this, for being a part of Quest and Chaos, uh, for hanging out with us for three hours. <laughs> yeah, thank you for sitting here and listening to the, our character stories and getting to know a little bit more about the people you you, you tune in to watch. Yeah. Like, I appreciate that. And, and thank you for the questions. Thanks for oh, caring yeah. enough to, to ask mm -hmm. and participate. Thank you. We That's love you awesome. guys. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. Really. Yes. Uh, one one uh, announcement here. We will be at KublaCon. Yes. It is yes. coming up. We will be there. Um, so that's in, in Burlingame. And uh, we'll be there the 24th and the 25th with a live Chaos Agents D&D stream on the 25th. Yes. So. I'm very excited. We will have moved 10 feet. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. We take we take I'm really hoping that we're getting to uh, the big baddie. I think we will, time. based on, on, on a couple things that Thomas said. I'm pretty sure that's where it's going to happen. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm and it sorry. makes, and it, I mean, it makes sense because we'll have Andrew from Nord Games on the stream with us. We and will have our grumble. The, grumble. And, yeah. and the and critter that, that we're fighting, as, as Thomas said, comes from the, the Nord uh, bestiary that they just Ooh, kickstarted. Cool. So we get to show off one of the things that, that they had in their Kickstarter book with Andrew on the show with us yes. as we go and kick its ass. We're <laughs> not in the process. That's so good. That would be amazing. I'm, I wonder how he plays it, knowing what. You have to that separate, right? Yes. You have to separate it's, what, it's, what the player knows and what the character knows. It, it can definitely be hard sometimes, especially when, when you're sitting here and it's like, has my character fought skeletons before? Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, yeah. I mean, would, would yeah. they know this? Well, right, because, because there's stuff that I know because I've read about liches and all that sort of thing. There's things that I know. Andraste's barely heard of them. She mm -hmm. would have no freaking clue. So I'm just like, okay. She doesn't so know. Remy rolled real good on, on his... Uh, he did. Yeah, yeah. So what does he know? Oh, well, I think that'll be interesting. Yeah, everything that this thing is is probably a lich, mm -hmm. and uh, that it, it is very tough to kill, and uh, we, we may have to deal with that. Yes, son of a lich. <laughs> son of a lich. Uh, so tomorrow again, no no Cthulhu, right? Um, but we'll be back for Nat One next. Sunday, or this coming Sunday, yes. Yes. we will be back for Nat 1 one-shot, the natural one-shot, hey, Theodore I, Rising. I do like that. Uh, yeah, it's fun. <laughs> like it's that. good. It's fun. Yeah. So, Theodore I mean, Rising, and then Monday, of course, we'll be back for more of the natural one to see what happens uh, in, in the Owls of the Keep. I say bowels because you're in the sewers. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yes. Waist deep in feces. That's right. Well, That's ankle right. deep anyway. Well, <laughs> deep in. kind of slipped into all of it. Uh, oh, Ted. Yeah, so we'll have Sewage. our special guest star coming back to join us on Monday night. Yes. Kelly yes. Olszewski. So uh, tune in to see more of Rhea and and uh, join our, our group of marvelous people. Mm -hmm. We yes. should have Sen back as well. Yes. Oh, good. Yay. <laughs> and, and, and then on Tuesday, regular chaos agents will be back digging deeper into the forest and trying not to die. Let's kill things. Let's kill things. Let's do it. I want to walk up things. We spent most of the episode last week trying to figure out <laughs> how to keep that stupid druid alive. Oh yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> Next time we kill it. We, 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 it. we, got, works, we, we got so much information that we needed we would have walked in blind and died yeah. if we didn't know we were dealing with a lich. Yeah, yeah. We had to just mm. keep him up all the time and just keep him awake. <laughs> and, no and, and occasionally like roll over and, and, and spare the dying. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It was, it was um, a long night for the. It, yeah. You guys are brutal. Those are, those are the moments I want to. I want Ruckus to go into the team. You should have let me pierce him to a tree. <laughs>
Reddit was this close. Andraste was this close, but that was a little bit too close to, I, to her memories, I, where she's just like, nope. I had enough. And <laughs> well, I mean, you, see, you saw how pissed off Andraste got, where she oh, was yeah. like, gutting bolt third level, just get out of my face. Uh, <laughs> I was like, great. I didn't. <laughs> I'm very excited to see where that story is going. Very excited to, to play. Me too. That's, that's yeah, it would have been discussed with all of you. It was All right, guys. Uh, that's going to be it for us here at Quest and Chaos. Thanks for joining Thank you us. Thank guys. Thanks for all the, yeah. the bits, the likes, the subscribes, all Cheers. of it. Uh, and we'll see you guys on Sunday. Yes. Yeah? yes. Until next time. I'm excited. Bye, guys. Night, guys. Sunday fun day. Thank you for listening to the Chaos Agents podcast on Quests and Chaos. Please visit our YouTube page and give us a subscribe for more tabletop content. And don't forget, you can catch us live on Tuesdays from 7 to 10 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on Twitch and YouTube. This podcast is supported by our Patreons, and we would like to give them a heartfelt thanks. Starting Duke Vlieg and he who shall not be named. Our inspiration middle management is a force to be reckoned with, featuring Lady Bedivere, Ben Slislowski, Anonymous Dragon, Cheesecake Fries, Slyly Tove, Jen W., Paul, and Seth Jones. Our inspired patrons include Adam, Andreas, Jeremy, J. Matthews, Reoccurring Dream, Cody, Lee, Megan Krantz, Red Dead, Coquette, Robbie Nowell, The Baroness, and The Apollyon. And a big thank you to all of the guild members out there. It truly means a lot to us that you have joined our Patreon. Not everyone has the means to support us financially, and that is okay. If you could, please share our content with anyone who might enjoy it. Until next time, keep the chaos alive. Is that a tagline?